0: Hello and welcome to Living a Broadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here, and what they're doing now. My name's Eric. My name's James. And I'm Mikey. And uh, welcome back for another lovely episode of our show here. Um, We are uh, back and... (laughs) Back in the studio. Back in the studio. As always. Yep. And uh, getting back to business is ordinary, um, in case you have... uh, been listening the last few weeks. You know, the episodes are going to be a lot more ordinary from now on. Friday releases from here on out. And Friday release right on uh, mid... No, nah, we haven't spoken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ordinary <laughs> schedule, but uh, far from it. In it's the got a little Friday treat.
0: Regular. Uh, Start like your that. weekend right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You
2: stole that from somewhere. I've heard that before.
0: Yeah, every advertisement <laughs> since probably the <laughs> 1950s. Yeah, yeah, Start your weekend. Well, another way with a pack of Marlboros. Another reason
2: <laughs> to look forward to a, uh, to a Friday. Yeah,
0: I w- yeah. actually I worked <laughs> having a broadcast at a pack
2: of Marlboros. <laughs> I, w- I worked with this one guy. He was one of the strangest guys I ever met, and still work with me. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Go on. No, he uh, his. He used to look forward to the weekend all week. You know, Mikey, weekend, can't wait, can't wait. And then Friday afternoon, he would start to get a bit down, you know. like so coming two or three o'clock, nearly finished work. I'm like, Gary, mate, what's what's the problem? And he goes, oh, it kind of sucks, you know, like it's going to be Monday in two days' time. Oh, my God. And so he would start to get depressed on Friday afternoon, already thinking about Monday morning. Wow. What an existence. What would he yeah. do with
0: his weekends?
2: No, I wouldn't want to know. Not too sure. Already
1: Sunday tomorrow. Jesus. This is a
2: guy that uh, was obsessed with the British royal family. He um, could memorize every single king and queen that's ever existed, their birth date, their death date, their coronation date. He was also (laughs) obsessed with. uh, Yeah, he's sitting right here. (laughs) Yeah, say weird. You got the strange guy talking about
0: James. Come on, no,
1: this guy's probably (laughs) about uh, fifty years younger than me. Though.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah was who was who really who the, the who is the royal family when you were when you were born, James? Uh, so the Queen the standard. Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Queen Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we're going back a little now, uh, going back to the times of William the Conqueror. So all the way back, all the way back to 1066. Uh, no, wow. uh, sorry, there you go. It's me, isn't it? I is do know. Y- you actually do know <laughs> well, the that. Like Haste, the Battle of Hastings. Uh, Hastings being mm-hmm. about an hour away from me, uh, where I grew up. So Canterbury. You know, I started that one. Yeah, down Canterbury
2: the has side. what? If so it sounds like a very. Um, it's, what's the Canterbury, um, Canterbury Tales thing? Mm-hmm. Is that a is that is that a story?
1: Yeah, it's like a it's kind of a series of stories. So Geoffrey Chaucer he wrote the Canterbury Tales, and there's like the Knight's Tale, the Bard's Tale. It's like all these different kind of it's like an anthology series. Before it even you know, there was no American Horror Story back then. Right. So okay. uh, <laughs> sorry, that's an awful reference, so I apologise. Getting right
0: into our medieval history, I love this. Yeah, we're digging back. Don't yeah, I, love this. <laughs> I don't know how that, that came
2: up. Well, ever, yeah. in,
1: uh, ever in the Burry, mate, I'll take you. Yeah. Well, well, it sounds
2: very interesting. I've, I've been
0: yeah. dying to go
2: ever th- since you started talking about Canterbury, to be yeah. honest. Oh, that's good to hear. I might be
0: headed that <laughs> th- way this fall, actually. I was uh, doing a little bit of European uh, travel planning. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess UK not technically <laughs> European anymore, but uh, oh yeah, well, that's brilliant. a that's oh, a touchy subject. Yeah, is l- it oh, yeah, the, still the B word?
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's which uh, not yeah. for me. I, I don't give a fuck. Uh, no, no. They're, I'm, uh, s- they're still in the <laughs> EU though. They're still for now. Uh, I think yeah, still up in the air. It's kind James.
2: Of you just said they. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry. that's uh, how long you've been here for. Yeah, still got my British citizenship, but uh, as we talked about in one of the first episodes, paying extra to renounce that stuff. I mean, I don't know how I'd feel if I flew back and knew that I was a different citizenship, um, you know, origin from my, my family. It would be a bit odd. Like
0: What's going to happen with that? Are people going to have to change their passports? Uh,
1: well, I noticed the other day when I flew back, it does say uh, EU, everything on there. So yeah, I'm sure it would. It would all change. We'd all have to get reissued
0: passports. Mm. and so It's
1: going to be expensive. Yeah, it'll be expensive. And uh, for again, we, we always reference what we do for work. But uh, some people I've met recently, fellow Brits, and having visited back, it the, the atmosphere is a little somber at the moment. And it is just that uncertain. No one knows what's happening. So that's yeah. the, the treading water uh, politically. It's never a good thing, but uh, we'll, we'll stay clear of that.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, I might be uh, making my first uh, inaugural Europe trip in the fall. What are you planning to go for? Uh, just over a month, I think. Oh, Late September to early November, where you're going to go. Solid, generally the plan. Um, we're not entirely sure yet. We are going to be sticking to... Probably the west side of Europe, and just due to the time of year, probably sticking to the warm places. So, starting the trip in places that will be a little nicer that time of year, probably Paris, Amsterdam, Berlin, and stuff, and then make our way south, south of France, and uh, south of France, and maybe south of Spain, even Morocco, possibly. Mm, Head over, get over
2: the Gibraltar Strait over to Morocco. One place I've always wanted to. James, have you been to Morocco?
1: Uh, I've been to Gibraltar, but not yeah. not Morocco. Yeah, yeah. Okay. place I've always wanted to go
2: for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, it's becoming fine. more and more common. People do a Europe trip, and then mm-hmm. they add Morocco on. And, well, and it's only a small ferry
0: ride over from oh, the yeah. south of Spain. There's, it's it's nothing. People could make swim a day it. trip Alright. out of it. Yeah, I could, there, I could swim it. Yeah, could you? Pr- pr- nah, definitely not.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Th- once you're once you're somewhere there in Engl- in uh, Europe, yeah. you're, you're set. You got your trains. It's easy flights. It's like forty minute flights. Yeah,
0: we're not we're not planning it too strictly. Oh, that's good. But um, <laughs> it, well, when I went over, the trains
2: were the biggest ones. The yeah, we, we got a lot. A l- we got around everywhere on trains. The it's it's so good in Europe. Yeah. Like, it's um, it's the best way to get around. It'd be good if they had like
0: a better system here or something like that. <laughs> okay. <on laughs> yeah. That way, no, too. I mean there is a uh, pretty fantastic uh, news article we were just reading before the show that uh, was talking about a better mode of uh, rail transportation here. The, uh, railway industry in Vancouver, well, the passenger railway industry anyways, is, uh, around British Columbia as a whole is kind of halted by the commercial rail industry. Prevents a lot of passenger trains from getting around. Oh, really? It does. Okay. Yeah, because they dominate all the railways because of the importing and exporting that goes on here. For sure. But, uh, we were reading an article about a high speed rail link that, uh, could run from Vancouver to Seattle in under one hour. Seattle or Oregon? The article I'm looking at says Seattle. Oh, okay.
1: Maybe Oregon by extension, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Extended extended later. yeah.
0: Speeds as high as uh, 400 kilometers per hour. You know, wait, um, wait, hang, hang on. How long did they say it was going to take? One hour. No, Doesn't it take only Two hours. My car, uh,
1: generous. Th- I'd say best case scenario. I'd yeah, say you're no. there in more like two forty-five.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, three. Uh, like three. give yourself three, three and a half, depending on border time and everything. I guess that. Yeah. And yeah. you
1: do your pre-kind of immigration thing before do your you customs boarded before the tree. you yeah. board. Yeah.
0: Four hundred kilometers an hour, though, that sounds like um, something out of the mind of our. We, we know that Elon Musk listens to this show, and he's big yeah, on High-speed yeah, trains and things well, like the that. The
2: Hyperloop, doesn't he want to do the Hyperloop? He the Hyperloop, yeah. He actually pitched something to the
0: Australian government to get a train from to go mm-hmm. from Melbourne to Brisbane in, like, oh. a couple of hours as oh. well. Yeah. Well, he didn't pitch this train, but the Washington State Department of Transportation released a 400-page business case for the transportation link, which would be supported by the governments of British Columbia and then, by extension, Oregon and oh. Microsoft Corp., it says. Oh, interesting. So we got uh, another listener, Bill Gates, of the show, um, on this
2: one as well. Oh. I want to... Because there's a... Microsoft headquarters here, and obviously the main one is in Seattle. Um, I wonder if they would use it for a lot of. I wonder if they have a lot of workers that have to go between the cities and things like that. That would make sense that that they would subsidize a train for that. Subsidizing it.
0: Um, funny Vancouver tangent about uh, (laughs) um Bill Gates and uh, Microsoft as well. Though apparently the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation had an event in Vancouver about maybe a month ago or so. I was talking to a coworker about it. And apparently he visited the Capilano Suspension Bridge. What did he? Really? <laughs> And then uh, um, they had private transportation out there, but apparently he took the free shuttle back to downtown. <laughs>
2: uh, what a stingy prick! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so he could look out the windows.
0: Yeah, apparently he took the free shuttle. That's I, I found that hilarious. That is pretty funny. Directly tip the driver. BG. Um, I don't know. They the coworker jokingly said he gave them a thousand dollars, but. You know,
1: masking the pain, got yeah. D- didn't get a. well.
2: Well, it's I guess so. It's good that he's trying to stay in touch with the common man. I mean, when you got that much money, you d- you just completely forget what mm-hmm. the real world is like. You'd we have to know people to do everything.
1: Imagine him getting on the free right. shuttle, though. Like, imagine just him just so going into
2: a
0: grocery store. He probably doesn't even know how to shop at a grocery no. store, to be honest. No. Do you think? S- do you think people recognize him? Like, it, like if you were to just see him on the streets, would you recognize Bill Gates?
1: If he had like a baseball cap on, you might go, think, that guy looks a bit like. I, I think I would.
0: I
2: think the newer generation would um, recognize like Steve Jobs over Bill Gates. They wouldn't no, recognize Steve Jobs? Oh, wait, he's dead. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's. Uh,
2: <laughs> Is that what you're getting the moment. point
1: at? That's Ashton
0: Kutcher. No, he's way, I think so.
2: he's way more recognizable because he did all them, them presentations every time he released a new iPhone. He became like.
0: But like young kids aren't going back and watching those. No, yeah, but there was the recent movie. When did he die? 2011?
1: No, no, no. Sooner than that, I think. Uh, sorry, uh, more recently than that. Yeah, it was only a couple of years 2011, 2012? No, 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 no. He no. was ill yeah. for a little while. It was three or four years well, ago. Well, there's that. The no. film came out, didn't it, Jobs? That was at least 2016, I'd say. 2017. So let's say 2015, I'm going to guess.
0: Steve Jobs. Oh, you, you October got October 5th, 2011. Time he flies. He actually got the exact right. Time yeah. flies, boys.
2: Yeah. Holy
0: shit but uh, 11 already i mean well, no he's a genius but i don't think people would recognize him necessarily
2: that would be the best the best way to be be wealthy but unrecognizable
0: absolutely yeah you know.
1: Yeah, just kind of the middleman or August. Yeah, or I mean,
0: maybe. Maybe it would be the best, but. Eric like would want the fame. I can tell. <laughs> Look it, I can <laughs> see it he's in, in his eyes. Can you think of anything worse?
1: Can you think of anything worse? I
0: don't know. If you could choose to be
2: famous, like world renowned, world known for anything, what would it be? Whether it be like a discipline, an art? Hmm. Well, for Andy having a meaningful recognised.
0: impact on the planet. <laughs> I Yeah. Come on, give us something. You'd <laughs> want to be,
2: you'd want to be like a
0: rapper or something. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> You love that
1: yes. shit. <laughs> yeah, we send you a karaoke.
0: It's
2: yeah, like no yeah. I
0: mean, I like it, but it's not something I'd want to be famous for. No. Oh,
2: oh so you would want to like, you would want to cure cancer or um, uh, stop. Global warming. or not smart, or smart shit enough to like cure that. cancer. <laughs> well, that's, I no, think but that's. it's a hypothetical. That's the yeah, point. It, this I guess I, sure. it starts
1: with me. I, I wouldn't want to be famous. So it's hard to answer the question because I'm like, oh, I could be famous for that. It's like, oh, I don't want to. If I could take that back seat kind of behind the scenes.
2: Uh, I'd probably choose to be famous um, for doing an incredible podcast. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> in the right place. Well, like a meaningful inca- impact can be something beyond like a charitable or, you know, contribution like. Curing cancer, used as an example, you could even be like, create an amazing work of art or something like that, like uh, Da Vinci painting, you know, the Mona Lisa or something like that, or uh, you know, the um, Michelangelo. He painted the Vatican, right? Mm. Going uh, back to Europe, culture corner right now, guys. Okay, I have been there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let's say yes. (laughs) All right. Um, I did want to talk about. You know, uh, segueing back to Europe now, though, um, my uh, <laughs> my European experience I had this morning that I wanted to tell you guys about, okay. yeah, and I wanted to know your anyway, experience uh, with this. have been talking this up all day. Yes. This better be, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Better be a good story. Home. Yeah. Well, I used a bidet for the first time.
2: Oh. oh. <laughs> did not see that. I did me. not see that coming. <laughs> uh, that's conjured up all sorts uh, of images yeah, I could have yeah. gone
1: without, mate. No. So Sorry to
0: the listeners out there.
1: You knew what you were looking at the moment you saw it, or is
2: it one of those? Oh ones? yeah, no, okay. it
0: didn't sneak up on me. It was. <laughs> well, you didn't uh, wash your hands in at first it first. What's this little small bath? Oh here. look, a water fountain. Yeah. Where did you? Where did you go that had a bidet? Uh, the place I'm house sitting for. Oh, uh, Okay. Right now has one. <laughs> so yeah, my girlfriend and I are uh, looking after um, some people she knows home, and uh, they had a bidet, and I. Thought I'd uh, take it for a spin. Well, come on, give us give us your review of it. Okay, well, um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you yeah. bought this up. Yeah, don't, I know. Don't get shy. No, You're not getting shy. Up. I'm
0: just uh, saying He's how it bashing. all went down because I prepared myself for it. Like I obviously know what it is, and. Um, I what do you mean you prepared, prepared, prepared yourself for it? What kind Psyched of preparation did I you do? I put did. on some nice music. Yeah. <laughs> lit some candles. Lit some candles. <laughs> put on some nice, soothing yeah. jazz music. Absolutely. And um, I actually put on uh, Mac Miller's uh, swimming album, to be specific. But, uh, anyways, I. Uh, cool. I'll never listen to that album <laughs> ever yeah, again now. It. it's
1: blacklisted now. And
0: yeah. it wasn't. I guess, like, I'd be lying to say it was my very first experience <laughs> with that kind of—I uh, don't know—hygiene uh, method. Because if you if you go to Asia, they uh, they do something similar, but typically it's just a garden hose yeah, on the ground in the bathroom hose. instead of, uh, yeah, yeah. You're looking of for a,
1: the TP. Uh, nothing in sight. So no, uh,
0: it is. Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay, so, so yeah. it was obviously better than that. It was better well. Than that.
0: that that's what I mean. It was a far more. Luxurious intimate experience, Various <laughs> rather settings. than just the garden hose. But uh,
1: various comfort settings you uh, experimented. Now, with.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was great, very accurate, <laughs> considering the well, target area. Yeah, funny. so well, now this is the problem. Are what's you in, what's are the you, problem?
2: Are you gonna enjoy it too much? Ne- will you ever be able to go on? Because you don't have a bidet in your apartment. No. Are you going to be able to live life without a bidet ever again now? You've become oh, addicted.
0: Like well, I got the next two weeks to find that out. Okay. <laughs> no. But what, what's your guys' experience with them? Have either of you used this before?
1: <laughs> well, it's funny straight away. In England, they're called B Days. B Days. So, yeah. So it's funny hearing Like, happy B Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, it's the first bidet <laughs> of the rest of your life, son. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, B Days, they've, they've been out there, dabbled occasionally, you know. So not going to yep. say there's a regular well, I use or. Just no, they've but they've been there.
0: They've been there, so that's something you've used somewhat frequently when you <laughs> were back home.
1: Uh, no, they're they're quite rare. It's again, it's the same kind of situation okay. that you've had there, where you kind of you might happen upon a B day in or B right,
0: so I've yeah. done a bit of
2: traveling through Europe, but mm-hmm. mainly stayed in hostels, and yeah. they're not known for their B the days, garden hose, um, not even the arse hose. I, I've ran into a couple. Have you used them? No. Well, they've always had toilet paper there, so I've gone. For what I know best, what I've grown up with, okay, haven't been adventurous enough to 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 dabble in the in the b day, but perhaps perhaps in the future, <laughs> <laughs> it's worth
0: it. I yeah. mean, I got the place for the <laughs> next couple of weeks. So you can well come over. I'll,
2: cu- I'll come over just for that, mate. Absolutely, it'll be great. Yeah, come yeah, over, yeah. have some beers, Sweet. and use your bloody b day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, um, what
0: cost. we're saying is the the opinion in the room. It's uh, definitely uh, bedeatable oh. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> How long were you sitting on that one for?
1: <laughs> he was sitting on the bidet, wasn't he? <laughs> and that joke, um, yeah. But there's because the, you can start a segue with uh, you got your bidets or b days, however we say out there. Mm-hmm. Um, our guest tonight, uh, Mr. Chris, who's a friend I'll shortly be introducing. Uh, he was looking after a house himself, and I actually went out there. It's out in Chilliwack, and they had the. Ultra toilet, there. I mean, it was like the, the most kind of gadget. You're talking about Steve Jobs, it was like Apple designed this thing. Wow. Every setting, it had a built in bidet essentially. Uh, so you've got a control panel on your right. You're looking for the toilet paper again, it ain't mm-hmm. there? Um, what is it, what's <laughs> on
2: the
0: control panel though? What does it control? Like, well, it, you
1: can obviously control the s- heated. The seat. Yeah, heated the seat warm.
2: I was going to yeah,
0: say we're, that. We're
1: talking heated. Well, we're in just. Those uh,
0: Well, we're just pondering about this thing. Why don't we introduce our guest so he can maybe (laughs) uh, give us a little bit more direct insight into uh, this ultra toilet? Uh, He's somebody (laughs) Mikey and I have just met tonight. Um, So again, as is tradition, the the host who knows the guest, uh, we can um, hand it over to James to introduce who's sitting in with us tonight.
1: All right. Well, we have my friend Chris here tonight. He's uh, how you doing there, Chris?
2: I'm good. Oh, come on. That is just <laughs> wow. as bad as my no, first no, no. introduction. No, it's because, you All know, right. you,
0: you uh, don't This is my <laughs> friend. He's uh, sitting in the living room. Uh, and we uh, really work he's a good me. guy. No,
1: it was just an acknowledging acknowledgement while we're doing the introduction. It was, yeah. uh, you know, you, you cut me off too soon here. Uh, but <laughs> 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 no, so, so yeah, my buddy Chris, is seeing how he's doing in the middle of my, my introduction. So he's, yeah, we met here 2015, I believe, Chris? Yep. Yeah, yeah I
3: came out October 2015.
1: There you go so it's been uh, four years already and it was worrying earlier I was thinking yeah it's been about three years and it's like no nope, add that extra year well, it's been four years now yes. and uh, yeah Chris is also from the UK he's from a place uh, near to Exeter in the UK mm-hmm. and uh, that kind of Devon side of the country and we met out here uh, through a mutual friend who shall not be named these days. <laughs> uh, uh, we all kind of had a just as we had met mutually, we all had a mutual falling out with said friends, but that might be another little story for later. Uh, but yeah, Chris, he's a
2: great guy, and we're happy to have him here tonight. So welcome, Chris. Thank yes. you. Th- thanks for coming, man. Thank you for coming. You man. You for so coming appreciate us. it. And we hear that you're, uh, you're pretty... Busy today, yeah. It was yeah. a very physical day. What did you get up to?
3: Yeah, I, uh, straight after work, as has become customary on a Monday evening, we, as a couple of us went and did the grind. So, The what? Yeah,
0: the grouse grind. Thank
3: you. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> grind. Just, just to clarify. <laughs> we a couple of mates go off and do the grind. If you're not yeah. from Vancouver, that could yeah. mean yeah. anything. Yeah. Can <laughs> it's a, a broad off. term.
0: Use the bidet after that one. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to hear before. more about the ultra toilet, but we can get back to that. That'll come no, up eventually, go. just on
1: okay. like the seat okay. <laughs> yeah, grouse
0: yeah. grind. Um, I think it's a little more Vancouver relatable than super toilets. Not as, yeah, not <laughs> well, as well. So, fair, so
3: depending on which part of Vancouver, I mean, I'm sure West Vancouver has its share of super
0: toilets. In yeah, the the Actually, yeah, where are you house
2: sitting? What what neighborhood are you in? Um, it's it's about. Is it a good one?
0: It's Mount Pleasant still.
2: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, interesting. Wouldn't have expected a bidet anywhere in this area, but no. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. Surprising. I didn't either.
0: It kind of snuck up on me, but <laughs> uh, uh, apparently so. You it yeah. yeah, it's so funny
3: because actually, my uh, my childhood home we had a uh, bidet. Oh, yeah, uh, so uh, Well and but truly, the thing is, is I, had never, I had never actually used it in the proper oh, fashion. Oh, wait, it, wait it in was the was proper fashion? W- yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, did you <he> use it? <laughs> well, it was a water Wash fountain. We just used it for like, yeah it was you know when we were little it was for cleaning hands and then it kind of just sat there in the bathroom wow. for years and years and years yeah, you got the i never there. i never used it once in the proper fashion that it's meant to be used for so wow. there you go well yeah. okay were you straight in there step your function? step your uh,
0: step your cleanliness up guys <laughs> yeah, <apparently so. laughs> i mean <laughs> the analogy i've always and uh <laughs> uh heard <laughs> for why it's potentially a uh, more viable option than I guess uh, just straight toilet paper is uh, if someone were to take a shit on your floor, James, don't step in it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But uh, you wouldn't just clean it up with paper towel and that's it. You You'd want to get, get no, some water and some yeah, consistency. Yeah, well, do yeah. you, yeah. Do you think maybe
2: drop. a mix, maybe a little... B-day action, and then a little... Well,
0: you got to dry up Bruce after. Up. Yeah, there's still toilet paper no, there. Oh, okay. It
1: depends on the drop. And it? if it's a dry drop, uh, then there's, you know... I, the, I cannot the, you can just believe we're up. still talking I'm not going to... The dream is believe. always a break, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
2: Chris yeah, is we we just <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? I am so sorry I am for this <laughs> shitty <laughs> episode, everybody. We ended last episode talking about shit, and we've started this episode talking about shit. How has this happened? Ah,
1: it's a metaphor. But yeah, Chris... Chris.
2: Well, it wouldn't have. We wouldn't have carried on if Chris
1: didn't have a Bloody B day.
3: When I want
2: to hear. Up. I want to no. hear about the grass grind. Tell, w- tell yeah. us for the listeners that haven't done it before what what is the grass grind because it is very famous here in Vancouver.
3: Uh, it's like an hour to an hour and a half of hell, depending on how quickly you can do it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's what do they call it? Nature's stairmaster. Yeah. master So yes. yeah, was it eight hundred and something steps? Try twenty five
1: hundred, boy. Is it? Yeah, two thousand five hundred stairs Jeez. in a two mile. I was just hike. kidding myself. There yeah. you go. Yeah, two kilometers. Yeah, yeah. Well, to it's the top like of the mountain. Two point nine oh, kilometers, I think. Yeah, yeah. or yeah.
3: one point nine I miles.
2: Which sh- is two. Yeah, point,
3: I don't know. I yeah. shouldn't yeah. go to head to head with you on uh, <laughs> trivia of <or laughs> tourism no, facts. you're the one that did it tonight, though. Yeah. I sat on my so, house. So you
2: do this every Monday. Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, originally uh, it started out as a training method because I did uh, recently did a twenty four hour mountain bike race, so it was. I was doing it twice a week before that. But
2: so when you say twenty four hour mountain bike <laughs> race, you're not actually on a mountain bike racing for twenty four hours.
3: Well, for as much of that as you can. Yeah. How much did you wow. s- did you sleep at all? I had a about a two hour sleep in the middle. So yeah, I was wow. and and you know I had forty five minutes rest between each lap. But wow. it,
1: yeah, it's mental. And that so was it. Fell while I was back in England as well. So Chris and a other mutual mate, they went out and did that. And
3: yeah, I was yeah. Out so
2: like, but but why? Why did you do it? Uh,
3: <laughs> I mean, don't think I didn't ask myself that question yeah. many, many times. Before we answer that hours. question,
0: maybe we should talk a little bit more about the grouse grind because I don't think everybody in this room has done it. Well, um, you, you know, I, th- it I think only one person yeah. hasn't, hasn't done it, mate. One in four shots. I Mikey hadn't done it. No, I've done it, mate. Not I've done it. Company. You have?
2: Yeah, about three times. Oh shit! Suck it, uh, suck it. So yeah, since you into a false sense of security. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah. I thought I wasn't alone here. I wouldn't have said that otherwise.
0: I know, on your, I own, know.
1: on your own, son. So, uh, well, uh, has there been a particular thing that's kept you from doing it? Is it just the description such as an uh, hour to an hour and a half of hell? Is it uh, the not kind of your thing? That kind of steepness? What was? Uh,
0: nah, just just haven't gotten around to it yet. I've done I've done quite a few of the famous hikes around here. Yeah. Um. Done the chief about an hour north up in Squamish. Done the Quarry Rock hike in Deep Cove. I've, I don't know, walked the seawall. Well, <laughs> the I'd say the you've gl- taken the stairs up to your <laughs> apartment. No, I haven't. I'd say uh, the
1: first thing if you if we say right, what you're doing next Monday. Yeah yeah if if, uh, if you were free if we're doing the grind the first thing i'm going to say that'll say that apart from all those other hikes is you are in the red zone you're you're in that instant the pulse is up yeah. the heart rate's going the sweat start from the beginning and they last till the end you're
0: doing a great I mean. job at selling me <laughs> <under>. well <laughs> first time
2: i did it i threw up violently wow. several mm. times projectile yeah. uh, again was, with the selling point i mean i was ingri- <laughs> i was incredibly hung over it was it was the third day I'd been here, still living in a hostel. So oh, wow. obviously I had a big wow. night, the, the <sighs> night before, and um, just fancy d- So why. I don't know why I decided <sighs> to do it, but God, I, I was so embarrassed. Who took you? <laughs> <laughs> Who took you? I went by myself. A
0: bully? Like I went by myself. <laughs> just hanging I just out to do this? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Bullied into
1: <laughs> it. Wow. <laughs> no, it does. The, the plan does often get hatched on a night out the night before, which is, I think is why a lot of hango- hungover people do do it. Um, I met a guy in Butchart Gardens just by chance the other week, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I did the grouse grind yesterday?" And he was hungover when he did it. He said it took an hour and fifteen, so he just kind of like lumbered up there. But that's still pretty good going for your yeah. first time while hungover.
2: What's your best? Uh,
1: down to 42 you know i'm not uh that's it just happens to be fact you know so uh, but I, I i'm not happy with it so i'm gonna james's head is about five times the size <laughs> i can't get out of the apartment was. guys um yeah. but no that that but it did start my first one was uh was on the hour mark so that's your typical when someone says what's the typical time to do the ground A uh, uh, ground ground uh, allow an hour to an hour and a half and yep. then just see how you do that's the best advice yeah
2: didn't someone recently break the record for doing it like a ridiculous amount of times? The men, oh, the multi grind. <coughs> in 24. <Yeah. laughs> 29,
1: oh no, 27 times in was one it day. That? Mm-hmm. It was 27 grinds in one day. The record is 23 minutes. Yeah. Insane. And, and that's the My thing, if you're not crazy. from Vancouver or kind of aware of it, I mean, Mother Nature Stairmaster, as Chris said, that is the official title of this thing. And it's. Uh, yeah, it's strenuous, but it gets a little bit addictive once you kind of get your time and you want to keep better mm. in yourself. Yeah. What do you think there? When, when I do don't think it would
2: be addictive. Not addictive. <laughs> I'm thinking we should do the I think we should take Eric on the grind and we can do the, the podcast um, live while broadcast, we go. yeah. Or <laughs> <We'll> do the <laughs> podcast at the top when we're finished. Oh, that would be great. Mm. Well, well, that's take why take the uh, equipment up. You get, get a beer uh, at the end of it. Get the I beer mean, at the end? Okay.
1: Yeah. Maybe a poutine.
0: Yeah, I'd be I would be down, but
2: I mean, yeah. it might be a bit of a, a fairly uh, laid-back kind of somber-sounding uh, podcast, but no, <laughs> well earned. It would be yeah. welcome to living. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sorry to break this to you, folks, but Eric. Uh, didn't survive the crime. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. He had to nope. be long lined out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, oh yeah, God. so Chris was up there today uh, straight from work, so busy day at work, straight yep. into this yeah. hell, as uh, as he described it. Well, but it's such, a,
0: it's such a ubiquitous Vancouver thing. <laughs> I'm sorry I d- <laughs> cut off your transition there, James. Well, you know. But, um, like, Mikey said he did it day three in Vancouver, and I'm just wondering, like, how, th- how the hell did you even find out about it?
2: Uh, Google things yeah. to do in Vancouver. Okay. In ba- so it's that synonymous. It actually comes up towards the top, in and the top ten. I was like, <laughs> "What?" I didn't read that it was actually hard because it's like attached to Grouse Mountain, which is a ski resort, and yeah. a bit of a tourist destination. And it's A hike. You don't, yeah, and it's just a nice little hike, but you don't realize how fucked up it is. But, um, I mean, Eric, there's there's a multitude of things that that yeah. are considered, um, classic Vancouver things to have done or to been to. Yes, that that you're still slowly.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Chris got here only one month after me, so I've got here September twenty fifteen. But uh yeah, <laughs> there's a few things on the well, classic I mean, Vancouver checklist I've I've yet to check off. It took me
3: three and a half years to do the grind. Like oh, so it's, only it. okay. it's only yeah. this Better year. It's only this year I've been doing never. it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. My
0: entire my entire family did it without me once. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're the d- only <laughs> member of your family. Why didn't they invite
2: <laughs> you? Did they think you would slow them
0: down? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got any history of asthma there, or any? Uh, mm, uh,
0: both you know? my brothers actually have asthma. <laughs> and they did it before you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs>
2: There's a tick of endorsement. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: But yeah, we haven't really done a good job of selling it to you, man. But uh, you, oh, know yeah. you know, deep down in your heart, do you want to do it? Do you want to conquer this thing and no. have a beer at the end? Okay. What are the <laughs> other big
2: things that you haven't done in Vancouver that we can try and help you accomplish as good friends?
0: Um, Very good friends. Well, there's that infamous bar called the Roxy in Vancouver that oh, I yeah. have, I'll, I'll have I'll not yet yeah, been there. to. I'll take you there. You a were when okay. the mm-hmm.
1: you're Mikey? Huh? Uh, you haven't been there for a little while, have you? Is it? has been a, a while. Reviews?
2: Sunday nights. Sunday nights. Country night.
0: Um, one of the most disgusting bars you'll mm-hmm. ever walk <laughs> into, but uh it's okay. incredibly fun. Yes. Country music and disgusting. So two two glowing uh <laughs> selling, selling it points again.
2: It's a Vancouver tradition, isn't it? Yes, yeah, an an for institution. NHL institution. players or something. <laughs> oh yeah, NHL players go there all the time. I saw uh, uh who did I say that last time? Um Jake well, Vettanen, you were telling Jake, me. Jake Vettanen and um, Bo another Besser. listener shouts out Bo Besser. <laughs> I Sh- saw them, and they had just lost five nil to Columbus <laughs> that night. And they, they went straight to the Roxy and were drinking. And uh, when I drink, I get a little bit lippy, and I, I walked am. past them. And I told them to fuck off <laughs> because I was I was so <laughs> annoyed that they were out having a good time after a five nil defeat. I thought it was pathetic. How dare you? Um, but apparently, they have quite the reputation. Well.
1: What for debauchery again? Well,
2: one of them players that I mentioned, yes. but <laughs> Just
0: in case. It might be. I actually just know someone who's <laughs> been uh, involved in some of that guy's debauchery. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. No way. Yeah. How? Yeah. Well, uh, she bumped into him at a bar in my hometown and... Uh, well, oh, yeah, <laughs> <he's> in Kelowna. <laughs> the rest is yeah, history. Yeah, okay. the rest. <laughs> damn. He just parties all <laughs> Maybe over Maybe it the happened province. here, but somebody I knew from Kelowna... Or uh, she was okay. living in Kelowna. That's pretty funny.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. that's actually the Canucks that you see downtown, the, the hockey team. They also do the grind regularly. So that's another little kind of one-two punch. Maybe they well, went to okay. the Roxy. We can do that. Maybe we'll relive that, do the grind, and then end up in the Roxy. Well, I've got the
2: Killed physique of a Canucks player, so yeah, I can... Uh, <laughs> we'll train <laughs> like a real Vancouver Canuck. You know, Hell do, yeah. all the, you know do the grind and then in half an go hour. get...
0: I've also never been to a Canucks game. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> another one. Here we yeah.
2: go. <laughs> Probably uh, neither has ninety percent of. No, I can't afford it.
1: I yeah, I've been to the juniors, but I haven't been to an actual. Oh, Canucks you haven't game. been to a Canucks game. Either? Still haven't. Ah, no, no. Can we,
3: Chris? Just, Chris? I've been. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. To a couple.
2: Have, how many have you been to? Two. To
3: yeah, I went and saw them play Calgary Flames earlier this year. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, I got, I actually got given a, a Calgary Flames jersey to wear by someone I worked with at the time, but I chickened out and yeah, controversial <laughs> Good idea. I regretted it actually because we ended up sitting in amongst a load of Calgary Flames fans, ah. so I would have been fine. But yeah. Yeah. Good company. I got a little bit scared. <laughs> I started seeing stuff about the riots, you know, from a few oh, yeah. years ago. And was like, eh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get thrown off the viaduct <laughs> or anything. It's yeah, <laughs> oh poor sports <laughs> here in Vancouver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no Canucks game. I guess I did see them in the preseason one time, if that counts. But nah, not really. No? Uh, no.
1: Nah. Yeah, right. maybe. It was like an <laughs> exhibition
0: game against San Jose or no, something.
2: No, no, no. not doesn't, doesn't count at all. Been to the lacrosse, though. Been to the la- lacrosse. That's big now. I, we, uh, we went there, didn't we? The other yeah. Last, oh, that was an event, yeah. a social event. And I was just like, I'd never really watched lacrosse in my life. And no. I just couldn't believe it was a thing. But there were actually like quite a few people there. To be honest, I've been to Canucks games where there was barely anybody in the stadium, like yeah. 5,000 people. And there were probably about 5,000 people at the bloody lacrosse as well. Yeah. And it's <laughs> the most ridiculous sport you'll ever see.
1: Yeah, fast-paced. What
3: is – I, I don't know yeah. much about lacrosse.
2: Oh, it's a mix between uh, like – Ice hockey,
0: field hockey, rugby. At one point in time, rugby. Um, I don't basketball. think they do it anymore, contact. but it, oh, it's it's pretty heavy contact. It's mm. it's yeah, heavy contact. But at one point, um, they used to only pass backwards. Same with hockey. Oh. Hockey was basically right. founded on the rules of rugby and lacrosse combined together. Mm. Right. Okay. Again, backwards passing only, lots of contact. Is
3: yeah, lacrosse—the one with the nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got like it a big the stick
0: and yeah. a the net, net at sticks. At the
2: yeah, air. and they <laughs> wear like a shitload of padding. Canada's
0: <laughs> official sport, crazy. apparently. Yeah, yeah. Over, over ice hockey. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, I think they've divided them a little bit now. That lacrosse is the official summer sport, and hockey's the official winter sport because people yeah. are getting <laughs> <laughs> pissed off about <laughs> it. How does uh, curling? I come was going to say it. curling's
1: got to be in there. Top five, surely. Maybe <laughs> not in terms of like. Have <laughs> <laughs> you oldies. guys ever gone curling? I've done a bit uh, of curling. Yeah, I've done one. Yeah, once when I was ten. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's harder than it looks. We just sweep I, sweep I your floor, it, and I then I found it quite hard. You can practice at home. You can just sweep your floor nicely, and you know shine that thing up.
0: <laughs> What's another uh, classic Vancouver thing you guys haven't have not done?
1: Well, that that did. Lend into yeah, still that Canucks game, but uh, what about Playland? You've all been there, haven't you? The yeah. theme park
0: only
3: the day that we met. Actually, yes, but to the actually fright nights, but that's the only time I've ever been.
1: Yeah, that's it. That that's quite nice actually. So that was October yeah. of 2015, yeah. and we met at playland that's where we decided to hang out and mm-hmm. we met on a facebook group through a mutual friend again uh might go into them a little little <laughs> later uh, but uh yeah. Those will not be mentioned. <laughs> but uh yeah they had invited chris and his wife along and we all just hit it off like we we're all from the uk a similar spot uh, similar interests have brought us to vancouver but that was uh yeah quite quite a night but you have all been to the to playland then
2: yeah, a yep. cool. couple, couple of times. Yes. I'm I'm trying to think of things I haven't done.
1: Yeah, that's it. It's just okay. one on a the tangent yeah. there. Was it Wreck Beach?
0: Yeah, I've never to, been to Wreck Beach. Never been to the <laughs> Nudie Beach. Yeah, Wreck no, Beach is like the Nudie Beach. that's another good one.
1: Yeah, tell us about Wreck Beach, Eric. Wreck uh, <laughs> uh, Beach, <laughs> Eric.
0: Wreck <laughs> Beach, it
1: makes me want to throw <laughs> up all that disgusting nudity. Yeah,
0: <sighs> <sighs> Man, no, Wreck R- Beach, I don't know, I just haven't been out there yet. Yeah, but tell us about it. Like, what, what is Wreck Beach for those? Wreck oh. uh, <laughs> <over. laughs> Beach is where all the old people get naked. It's great. It's out yeah. by the university, and it's uh, Canada's it, so. <laughs> largest and most famous nude beach. James was actually the first person to ever <laughs> swim in the waters at Wreck Beach when Pioneer. he sailed over. Pioneer, mate.
1: <laughs> Pioneer 1791, boy. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but down on Wreck, uh, yeah, it's clothing optional, I like to point out as well. So yeah, you, you so could it's... It's but if you're there, you're naked. Let's mm-hmm. say, you're not going to
2: go there, and you, you. I mean, some people do. It's I went there, and I did not. Didn't get the old. John I did Thomas not so. get naked. You didn't get the tachy- no. I, I, I went. I've only been once, and it was on Canada Day, so it was absolutely okay. packed. Everybody was just like off their tits on mushrooms Literally, and because because it's like yeah, <laughs> because it's like also one of them things where you go and like do some psychedelic drugs or something like that. Like, like it's very well known for for that as well. So. Oh. Um, it was just like (laughs) very overwhelming for me. This was my first summer that I was here as well. And you go down all the big flights of stairs, get onto the beach and there's just nude bodies everywhere. And, um, yeah, it lives up to the,
1: the, yeah. It's if you've heard, it's a, a new beach. Yeah, you're not gonna, it ain't gonna take long to see. Uh, well, I tell you, if you're queuing up for a hot dog as well, it's enough to put you off. <laughs> like I say, when you're in the line, you're queuing up for that hot dog, and there's an actual one right out behind
2: you. Oh, maybe gonna, we can do a podcast from, uh, <laughs> from Rick Beach. Oh, that yeah, would be go. great. Do you have to be naked? Just get random <laughs> naked people walking past, and we can just chat to them.
0: Yeah. Hey, you're bright. <laughs>
2: Yeah, go out there in my farmer's tan, you know, you got to even it out sometime. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think should we dive into a bit of uh yeah,
0: our our special guest? I think so. We should. Uh it we introduced a a them already <laughs> and then we <laughs> got off on this uh long tangent about uh all these different things in Shit Vancouver that Eric hasn't done. New yeah. segment everybody. <laughs> <Shit> <laughs> that Eric has not done.
1: Yes. Well, it's it's a relevant uh, I told hey, you,
0: you about know. one thing I did today that was new. Yes, all right, I'm going to change yeah. the... T- all right. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris You're growing. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, uh, firstly, where where are you from? Where did you grow up? What was your childhood like? All that stuff.
3: Wow, that's an expansive question. Uh, I ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got time. We got time. <laughs> okay, it was a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, as James said, I grew up in the UK, in Devon, in the southwest.
2: Um, Near the seaside? Near the seaside, yeah. in okay. um,
3: a little seaside town, Exmouth. Um, yeah, so... Coming to Vancouver was a pretty good choice. What's it really. called? Exmouth? Exmouth,
2: yeah. Oh, we have an exmouth in um, say, Western Australia. And oh, You pronounce yeah. it with a mouth, yeah. that one. Is it E-X mouth? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. exactly the same. Exactly the same. I yeah. bet ours yeah. is better than yours, but oh, whatever. Well.
4: <laughs> 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 I don't yes. know. It's for
2: the First <laughs> non-Australian <laughs> guest we have on, and he's yeah. already <laughs> tried to 20 pick fights. <laughs> yeah. <written in. laughs> yeah, no
1: perf buddies to help you now, son. Uh. Yeah,
3: so I grew up there, um, then moved to uh, just north of London when I was about 21, 22, got a job in media. So I worked in media for nine years before coming out to Canada. Uh, What were you doing in media? Uh, Primarily, I was an editor, but I also did a lot of camera work and producing and things like that, so... Nice. Yeah. For, so for uh, radio or TV? TV. Or uh Well, we did mostly corporate stuff, so it kind of got a bit boring, which is why I ended up uh, jacking all that in, selling okay. my house, and coming out to Canada. So, so like
0: professional communications kind of stuff. Oh yeah,
3: so dull. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so boring, like marketing. <laughs> I got. I think I just got so sick of fucking marketing speak. Yeah. I had to Yeah. It was either gonna leave or kill someone. Professional
0: copy, all the etiquette yeah. and things like that. I have Such a bit of a broadcasting brock a broadcasting background as well, so. Sound yeah. like it. Sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, so yeah. Chris, you yeah. must be
2: looking at uh, this setup and just being like, well,
0: "Oh, jeez, fucking the amateur." Fuck? These guys, <laughs> yeah. perfect. I'm going to send what, what you do do this need? to edit afterwards, and it'll <laughs> <laughs> be about three minutes <laughs> long. <that>. Of like, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing we can use. It's I get,
3: uh, I There's nothing I can do. <laughs> I have like a, a bit of a complex against editing now. I haven't touched an edit suite since, well, for a, a little while now. You've dabbled a oh, little, little bit. Oh well, you
0: know, you can, you can start editing our show for us <laughs> because no, God no, knows Thank we don't. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> yeah. this is a, a
1: live job interview right now and you, you got it. But, uh, Thank you. Like all pay? right,
3: media, you're <laughs> hired. <laughs> yeah. There's no pay but long hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it was quite nice because... You felt like jacking all that in and coming to somewhere, a bit more action and a bit more in that kind of central hub of media, and I think you found it. Yeah, Yeah.
3: well, I mean, as much as I sort of malign my old job, it did actually initially bring me out to Canada. We we got flown out here in 2013 for a a little five-day filming job. Was uh, that to Vancouver? Motocross. Yeah, to Chilliwack. Um, So, I guess not quite Vancouver, but... We uh, we were out in Chilliwack for five days, and uh, I knew within about an hour of arriving here, after my <laughs> nightmare of going through customs, um, <laughs> got pulled aside and uh, had what? my bag searched and everything. Why? Well, uh, let's just say they kind of knew that we were out here, or they figured...
2: Oh do you not have <laughs> a work visa? No, well <laughs> Hello, it was
3: it was fine. It was actually totally fine because we were out here as a sort of contractor I was being paid by a, a company in the UK to come out and and film stuff. So it was totally fine but my boss at the time was uh let's say he didn't like he didn't bother to research things properly so he just said to us oh when when we do all the immigration stuff just say that you're out here for pleasure don't don't tell him you're out here working cuz we might not be allowed to be here and we might get turned away blah 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 so we turn up with all this camera gear <laughs> no, just for yeah. personal use yeah, <laughs> yeah subtle just subtle. a really keen amateur <laughs> photographer <laughs> <laughs> 10 bags yeah we uh we cameras. turn up with all this camera gear and like go through see the customs official and he sort of says to me <coughs> You know, we'd all ticked uh, out here for personal, you know, for leisure or whatever in the landing card, and and he says to me, "What are you here for?" And I said, "I'm here to watch uh, some motocross." And he said, "Oh, you're only here for five days. That's a pretty short visit, isn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, someone's flown us out, blah blah blah." And he's like, "What have you got in the bag there?" And I was like, "Well, it's a camera." And he was like. Oh, so you're here working? No, 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 no. I'm not working. I just, I, I'm a cameraman by trade, so I always travel with my camera. You know, it's just a, an interesting. I have the gear, so it's kind of why not bring it with me? And, and he didn't believe a single word of it, of course. So, he did the the little mark on the, the card that then meant I got pulled aside after the oh next yeah. bit.
2: I've been there. <laughs> yeah, but because <laughs> you, you hand the card in. Yeah. And then they look at it <laughs> and, and they like give a mark and you don't busy. know what that mark yes. means and then you go <laughs> yeah. in. And I assume that probably took a couple of hours. Yeah,
3: it? yeah. So after well, it wasn't too bad. Luckily there wasn't a queue there, so I got pretty much straight in and the okay. guy the guy that was there with me was like grilling me, you know. You know, you can you can say that you're here working, it's fine, it's not a problem i'll let you go and i'm like yeah, <laughs> bullshit mate <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pull the other one yeah. so uh so I, I basically stuck to my guns and eventually he kind of had no option but to send me on through so uh yeah after that little debacle i got out um and we the the woman leslie who has since become a very good friend of mine Shout uh out to she'd yeah <laughs> to old leslie yeah uh she uh she'd sent her one of her her PA actually Carmen had come down to pick us up from the airport and Carmen decided to give us a quick tour of the city on the way back to Chilliwack and yeah i think pretty much by the time we were driving out of vancouver i was i'd already made up my mind that I needed to come back and wow. see some more. So um, that was
0: your inaugural visit to Canada? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so
3: we did, a and then uh, the, the next couple of days, you know, we were here filming stuff. So we got taken to all the beautiful sites and places to see around here. And I got to stay in Leslie's amazing place, which James yeah. alluded to earlier. To toilet. We didn't get to stay in the main house that time, but we stayed in her. She had a guest house, which <sighs> my wife it's and ridiculous. I ended up actually living in for the first year we were out here. It was amazing.
1: Um, this place yeah. for a guest house. It was their whole. Out, it is, was incredible. This is out in Chilliwack? Yeah, yeah. Right Which is on what, the Fraser what an hour, hour drive.
2: Oh, Something hour. like that. Yeah, an hour and a half. Now, yeah. 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 Did, the, did yeah. the guest house have a fancy toilet? No, well? sadly, no, not. Not. just a regular. <laughs> just had regular. regular
1: toilet. But downstairs gym house. with a sauna. Yeah. So what well, in the guest house? Yes. yes. Wow. And oh, this holy. thing, guest house. It sounds like a little kind of out. No, it was a full, like bigger than it my any house I've ever lived in. Yeah.
3: And it was beautifully, you know, turned out, because Leslie is very, she's a real perfectionist when it comes to interior decor and things like that, and and it had the most amazing view out across the Fraser River, you could see out across Sumas the De yeah. m- on the other side, and, and yeah, you could see Sumas Mountain off to, to one side, it was, yeah, and like nestled away in the woods, it was an incredible little spot, and yeah, so we stayed there for the five days that we were out for that, and then... Leslie uh made the mistake at the end of that trip of saying, "Oh, well, if uh if you guys ever want to come back out, then you can always come and stay in my guest house." <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, "Well, oh, you're going to regret that." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh my wife and I I got home and kind of relayed to my she was my girlfriend then, but uh since we got mar- we since got married, but it was like, you know, we've got to go back to Canada. It was yeah, well. Amazing, such a beautiful place. And then we uh we applied for or looked at applying for... It took me about four months to convince her that that was something we needed to do. Uh, to do. And by the time we got round to applying for visas, we'd missed the cut-off for that year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are like, OK, well, we'll come out for a three-week visit then and we'll go and stay with Leslie and I can show Charlie, my wife, the... I figured, you know, she should probably see the place before we come out here to Oh, So, so she years. didn't come out with you? No, not so, that first. Okay, I can see why it <laughs> yeah. took you a while to convince yeah. her. She had so, so we came out for a three-week holiday, and, and again, like, by the end of that, Charlie was convinced as well that this was something we needed to do. Yeah. So we went through the whole process of applying for visas, which I think is a little bit different now, but at the time it was, you know, you had to be within a certain number of people that applied, you know, on a particular yeah, day at a particular a time. And, yeah, what a nightmare that was. We missed out on the first one. Luckily got in on the second one. Uh In fact, uh, no, we didn't. We were on the waiting list, and there was three seconds between my wife getting her application in and me getting mine in, and that put her in 80th spot, and I was in, like, 160 or something on the wait list. Whoa. So that was how many people were trying to wow. apply uh so anyway we ended up uh we got married after we'd put the application in and so you're back in england when yeah this is when was you when got we married. back in okay. england yeah. yeah and uh and it was quite an amazing weekend actually that weekend that we got married we found out we'd sold our house um we got married and then the day after we got married i found out that i'd been accepted uh, wow. For you know my application, that awesome. uh, Charlie's yeah. had been a couple of weeks. Congratulations, good, good wedding yeah, present. So it was, uh, So
2: she was a couple of weeks in front of you. She was. Yeah. So that wow. yeah that three was seconds. A scary. That's <laughs> three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> a couple of weeks between. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you have that to uh, file that you're married in your application?
3: Well, because we'd already put the application in, we decided that we did a bit of research and decided mm-hmm. that it was simpler to just not mention that we'd got married. Okay, um, cuz
0: I was actually going to ask if yeah. being married actually gives you more an av- of an advantage to move here or get a, like approved for visa residency.
3: Yeah, with the residency it was a different story, but for the IEC visa at the time that was like you had to kind of accept that you weren't it didn't matter if you had dependents or not that you were applying on your own yeah Um, yeah it's a separate application isn't it yeah yeah so that was kind of uh, a little bit scary but it worked out so yeah one thing led to another and so october 2015 we arrived and yeah met James a couple of weeks after we arrived in fact I think it was less than a week actually
1: it was very soon yeah, yeah. and we just had that kind of Chris I knew straight away how much he loved the place and then me and Charlie yeah. we we all had a lot in common so it was like an instant kind of gravitation uh, towards each other and then with Chris Chris met me just as I was kind of head into my residency program uh, process too yeah so I kind of had a few answers for Chris that he kind of was about to start delving in and it was a great kind of meeting and especially Chris much into the mountain biking so we can talk a bit about that too that's one of the reasons that really pulls you towards Vancouver yes. and the North Shore as well yeah it? yeah I mean
3: I've been mountain biking for over 20 years now and skiing for 28 years I think I was five when I first skied so um so Vancouver kind of seemed like a pretty natural choice for me to be in, you know, I've got skiing sure. and mountain biking all year round. You know. Is Really? What? Is
0: thats is that two things people do here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah a bit subtle. Uh, literally, literally also two things I've never done while living in this city. Oh, there we go.
4: Add them to the list.
2: <laughs> well, we should uh, change We're going to have a busy oh. busy couple of months Just doing oh all that. <laughs> the next six months are going to be rams, <laughs> Yeah, so, uh,
3: yeah, and, and actually the mountain biking out here, it was quite stark how different it was to the uk you know i'm used to when i first got here i was used to riding i did a lot of downhill riding and uh not to bore you guys with too much of it but the uh like runs there were like two or three minutes and out here they're sort of five ten fifteen down, 20 down proper mountain like yeah, just, yeah. proper james mountains. you were
2: saying it's like a specific type of mountain biking here, yeah yeah right? like
1: downhill Downhill technical mountain biking, right. so yeah. it's yeah. Uh, and they're actually the type of riding called North Shore riding originated in North Vancouver. So Chris, mm, yeah. being an avid biker, knew all about that, yeah. um, and he was sending yeah again said he said he doesn't want to bore you with it but this guy i mean (laughs) i've seen 20 foot drops this guy's done ridiculous Mm. like no fear um he's shown me a few things and there's moments i'm just kind of like seeing it and i'm just like doesn't look possible in any way and chris just rolls down it nonchalantly and i'm like fucking hell man like (laughs) yeah there's there's talent it's like it's incredible and so yeah we've had some great rides out here together just out in the you know squamish and vancouver yeah. and we've had some good yeah. adventures out here um, so, yeah. so far
3: yeah and uh the mountain biking side of things is something that i've really got stuck into since we've been here like i now uh work on one of the trails on the north shore that's like me and one other guy i've been doing that for a couple of years now so What 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 do you what do you mean by that working on one building of the uh cars? building so building oh, really yeah building like wooden features and Okay. maintaining the trail, keeping it running for everyone. Is you know, that a part-time a thing or is that? Yeah, yeah, it's vo- purely voluntary. Oh, it's voluntary. just like a okay. one day a week. I usually go up on a Sunday and do that. So, cool. Yeah. And that's and it's that's sweet.
1: sweet. It's one of our favourite trails. It's a really technical trail called Pipeline up on the back yeah. of Grouse Mountain. So me and Chris the other week we were riding it and seeing all the work he's done on it and stuff. So it's like that progression and just putting a little bit back into the city and back into the community. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was also I've told these guys uh, in advance there was like a really cool photo of you when you were like what eighteen, seventeen, wearing a Whistler t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like the yeah. dreadlocks and like it's really cool to look back on that. It was like you know it was like a destination Is that before you. Had even been to whistler yeah
3: it was before i'd even considered it as a possible thing because my my parents came out here about 10 12 years ago and you know that was a souvenir they brought back was a a whistler t-shirt little did i know at that point that that's where i'd end up coming and
2: living and yeah does your wife is your wife into the outdoorsy uh yeah she's
3: not quite she wants to be a bit more than like i because i Te- she's she only started mountain biking really when we moved out here, um, and then she. You mean f- you only forced her to start mountain biking when you moved out? Well, I think it was more that she realised if she wanted to spend any real time with me, that she needed to start mountain she biking. Thought, Fuck, Chris has spent a lot of time with James. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> getting a bit worried. Got will be careful. Yeah, yeah. Stepping on some toes. Yeah, so uh, so she started mountain biking a couple of well, about three years ago, and then unfortunately she had a a pretty bad fall at work and broke right. her. Humorous, at her upper part of her arm, big spiral fracture. It was pretty nasty, and uh, that put her out for the best part of a year. From doing anything physical. So uh so she's just started getting back into it again this year. There was a bit of psychological stuff going on there as well. Like it for a while tough. she was very, very worried about falling I off. Bet. And I bet. you know, when something that major happens, it's difficult to get and back it was on str- the horse. It was serious. Yeah.
1: I mean, like we just we were out consistently riding together. We had yeah, my girlfriend Laura, we had Chris mm. and Charlie out there, another few friends. So yeah. a nice group of us, and Charlie was really finding her feet. Yeah. And yeah, just a freak accident. She tripped over a crate going into a walk in free. Bridge. yeah she put her hand out the wrong way and it yeah. just compl- she had like a bicep fracture so like yeah up here is where the brake was so that's yeah. we- that's rare hey yeah, yeah. very that's weird it was a nasty. lot of rehab yeah. and as you say psychological and yeah. lots of visits uh while she kind of and then it was a bit scary to get back on a bike for her I oh,
2: even yeah. if like I, I don't mountain bike but i snowboard and if you even if you have like a bit of a stack on the snowboard and like you hit your head like mm-hmm. The first couple of runs after that, you're always a bit nervous. Just with a yeah. little fall like that, let alone getting yeah. back on a bike when you've bloody broken your arm. Yeah, have you ever
0: had any bad spells on your snowboard? Nah, because I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Um, I used no,
2: only because I don't really you're not trying hard enough. As Canadian, so I don't send it, send it wait, yeah. <laughs> too too hard. I'm it sticks within <laughs> your you stick within your I limits stick, no yeah, risks. I, I know. I know I know what I can do and I I don't go yeah, I right. don't go crazy. Yeah. The
1: also first I time I ever tried a face.
0: board slide on a narrow rail, are I are you took a spill. What do you mean? On a snowboard? I know. It's because no, I'm just I'm just thinking. I didn't mean that. What
1: do you mean? No, I mean like, you know, a board slide is it's a tricky grind. And I'm just thinking of you not Doing mm. the grind and stuff, <laughs> but it's because I you you have grown up snowboarding.
0: I I grew well, up well, snowboarding. I, I, was snowboarding. Skied. I was snowboarding. I was yeah. Like, I've never I skied really, up yeah. here though. Oh, okay. I I stopped That's snowboarding I probably when I was like nineteen. But, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I was just thinking right. of you on a board. What happened when you boarded this right? I didn't mean to. Uh, I
0: fell backwards and <laughs> smacked my head on the rail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the worst case scenario.
0: Even wearing a helmet, I kind of got my bell rung a little bit. and oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, like I was used to doing like mailboxes and the big wide boxes and things like that. But... Uh, Got a little bit confident. And I eventually did get the board slide down, nice. but uh, definitely took probably half the season off the park after that. Cause oh. I got it. It's humiliating too, of course, oh, to fall in yeah. front of your friends and stuff.
1: <laughs> well, that's yeah. bad. Cause that, that is the worst case. It's either if on a board slide, it's going to go one or two ways. You're going to fall forward. And get a big old ball shot, and then put your hands down awkwardly, or you're going to fall backwards yeah. and smash your head. And so it's no, it's a lesser of two evils.
0: The ball Balls shots on. out of the uh, out of the picture on a snowboard, of course, because you're strapped in, though. So you it's are, not but if you fall
1: forward and you're still in a board side position, you can fall forward onto the. That's true. The old crown. The, the mechanics. Um, yeah.
3: it's possible.
1: It's definitely possible. and it's That's m- from experience. That's like I'm telling yeah. you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. no, that that was my, when you're t- asking Mikey about any spills. I mean, yeah, mountain biking. We, it didn't just. Ca- I mean, Chris. he came out here as a natural he's been doing this thing for so long me, it was, like, so happy just riding in my first straight line over a, a little narrow plank of wood, and I was, like, so happy and thrilled. Yeah. And then you'd be surprised, the progression that you pick up as it yep. goes, and you just get that confidence. Um, but I'd say it is mostly shots, so I don't know uh, about your fertility <laughs> at this stage. I've had, yeah. uh,
3: I've had my fair share of mountain bike crashes as Chris well. Chris has like had some like bad I've, ones. I was torn rotator cuffs and had some serious concussions and
1: things. That yeah. concussion was insane. Like, what? Tell us about that large jump you did.
3: Well, I've done it. I've had a couple of bad ones where um, one of them, I I went off a drop and landed and I had, uh, I was wearing a neck brace and a full face helmet at the time. And I dropped about, I landed about, I guess I went about seven or eight feet down onto and landed on the top of my head and it actually crushed the helmet like an egg. I was very lucky. I was wearing a neck brace, actually. I think I would probably not be walking today if I hadn't been you know. really yeah it was pretty serious like uh, nip, uh, and neck brace so isn't
2: it. something that uh all riders wear it's no and an you know I, I actually don't equipment. bother to wear one now
3: if <laughs> In all honesty, <laughs> even after this story well that was a very like <laughs> DIY jump wasn't yeah. it it was like in a kind of a kind of well like and it was it was it was a different style of riding to what I do now like I do yeah. hit big drops from time to time but I don't do it in quite the same to the same degree these times, these days, and I am a little more considered
0: about what I actually write. He ride says a. that it's still ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's a, just pop down here, you know, down here the ten foot these days. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris, it uh, it sounds like the mountain biking obviously is uh, what brought you here. But how was the transition into getting to Canada? Obviously, it was a place you wanted to be. Yeah. Here in Vancouver, the mountains. You know, obviously your sport kind of.
3: Yeah, it is, was uh,
0: the driving factor. But uh, was it was it any easy transition? It seemed like you had a pretty uh, luxurious place to stay that <laughs> first year you were here.
3: Yeah, I Insane. mean,
0: we were we were very
3: lucky. We were very, very lucky with how we made it work. I mean, we, I as I mentioned earlier, we uh, owned our house in the UK. So we sold that and made a, a nice little chunk of money and decided, you know, since we'd only just been <laughs> married, that we were going to kind of treat this as our honeymoon as well so uh, we got out here and didn't work for four months we were somewhere amazing and we weren't paying rent I did I mean I did a few bits of filming work for Leslie she runs a a motocross company so I did some filming for her for that and some bits and pieces but really like I I took four months off work I was pretty burnt out by that stage my job had been pretty intense for nine or ten years and I needed a bit of a break so yeah, we uh, we came out and we uh, fucked around for four months. Yeah. <laughs> and Built some dirt jumps <laughs> yeah. in the back garden. Yeah, and uh, went and did lots of riding and lots of trips into Vancouver from Chilliwack and we bought ourselves a ridiculous truck um, just because when I first got here and realised... Oh shit! You can buy any car you like. You don't have the restrictions like we have in the UK, where you have to buy like a one point six liter, or you end up paying a fortune in insurance. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, insurance is fucking expensive out here. Whatever you have, so mm. we went out and bought like, bought this eight liter V10 truck. <laughs> it was a beast. Oh my God. <laughs> what a beast!
2: Wow, Chilliwack <laughs> really did have an influence yeah. on you. Classic well, Chilliwack. <laughs> it got right into the spirit of things. <laughs> well, it was funny because we went down to. How uh, everybody
0: drives these here. <laughs> yeah. We you went down were just trying to get Beach.
3: We bought it from a guy in Kits Beach. Actually, it was funny we oh, came really? into town and picked it up. But yeah, so this it wasn't thing, the
2: ones that had like four wheels on the back axle. No, oh, no, so it wasn't not, not no, that No, big. no not but quite. Big. It, it was at a, a beast. It yeah, was to fill
3: ridiculous. up
1: on today's gas prices. That <gasps> would have been.
3: Yeah, back then, four years ago, at least, we could vaguely afford. Well, I mean, we still rid- couldn't really afford the gas for it then but now it's yeah. like nearly double the price and, and, so, and chris and charlie would yeah. do that
1: trip every week as well come yeah. down to vancouver it's the only way we'd all get to hang out so we'd yeah. like come up to chilliwack we'd go back and forth and yeah i spent christmas day one year was that 21st year i think 2015 yeah, 2015 yeah. Yeah. <coughs> out in leslie's guest house and yeah. actually i think we uh because we ended up house
3: sitting that year we had, it, we, we had the mansion so we had the mansion yeah there was the guest house and then there was the mansion and uh the uh, the mansion was the one with the fancy toilets that you could <laughs> press all the buttons and the have it. toilet like it was amazing. You could do everything. All you had to press was the little control thing. You could walk in, you walk in front of the toilet and the seat would just lift up for it you. Knows. You'd sit it down. Knows. Also, it's got a sensor yeah, on, it yeah. as well. Yeah. So and then you'd sit down and like it would be you know heated. So on a nice cold winter's morning it was <laughs> kind of nice to sit your ass down on a nice heated seat and then once you've done your business you just uh press a little button and it starts a little thing comes out and um starts squirting your ass with water and you could change <laughs> like whether you wanted it pulsing or constant or Jeez. oh yeah, and then Goodness once you... Uh, a a Eric, Eric, um, did you... Did you have, did you have, did you
2: have that? Sorry you to upstate you on that. Yeah, did you, pulse. Pulse. <laughs> you go for the pulse or just
0: the regular jet stream?
1: <laughs> you went for intermittent. I am just
0: laughing at the fucking wretched <laughs> pulsing her <or> constant. <laughs> yeah. you got I want to release, out. like, an electronic dance music album <laughs> called Pulsing Her <laughs> <or> Constant. <laughs> oh, and you could change
3: the temperature of the water as well, which is Oh, was my God. Well, yeah, it would be great if you could... force. If you could just...
2: You could have it to your own settings you just set it up so it's yeah. like yeah i like this temperature with this temperature water the heat the heating on <laughs> and like if the seat could just mold around your shape yeah, memory, yeah. mem- yeah. mem- memory, yeah. f- memory <laughs> foam f- so it just knows and it just changes for each <laughs> person that's the future and then yeah. you just you'd stand
3: up after you'd finished and it would flush itself and the lid would close and off you go yeah, yeah. then the yeah. next
2: person comes in and gets it so you say it was a mansion but Apparently this was the best part of. Oh the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. was yeah. yeah. the only thing I remember. It was yeah. in Chilliwack. Was it in a rural area? Yeah, was it, it was just
1: outside.
3: It was uh, there's Chilliwack Mountain is sort of the mountain that you see as you drive
2: on the highway into yeah, Chilliwack, okay. and, you were and it was just
3: on the other side of that on the Fraser River. You were yeah. there for a year. Yeah, just over, were just w- under. Sorry. Any
2: any chance that you would. Settle in like a smaller rural town, or did you always en- want to end up in Vancouver?
3: Uh, we will definitely we we're already talking about at some point in the next couple of years moving out to the coast. I think we're going to go to the Sunshine Coast and yeah. go and live probably either Gibson's or Seashell to start with, and then eventually Roberts Creek is where we kind of want to end up. Amazing mountain bike trails there, yeah, <laughs> <so> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the main draw. But yeah, we both uh, we're both very keen to go and do some rural living, so. I think that's where we'll end up. But work was what kind of brought me into the city, really. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's that's a 40-minute ferry ride away. So even if Chris does head out there, it's just a quick ferry back yeah. over to Van. Yeah. And uh, that segues nicely into what you do for work currently as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I've been working for a, a company called Whites, <laughs> appropriately, since my surname is also White. There you go. Um, but the, I've been working with them for nearly three years now. They're a... Uh, rental company for film equipment um so i worked for a year in the grip department and when just it was interesting i i got into my current department which is specialty equipment when just as we were looking to do residency our residency application so we kind of knew uh especially after um the uh the b word <laughs> got <laughs> announced in the uk we that was the the defining moment where we were like okay we toyed with the idea of staying here permanently but after that happened we were like yeah fuck that place we're, we we got to live here permanently it's now yeah. um so uh we uh, for a few months we were trying to figure out how we were going to make that happen and then uh luckily i met my boss i i actually so i knew about this specialty equipment division of the company uh it was off in a separate warehouse to the rest of the company pretty much and sort of heard about it but had never had the chance to really go and see the equipment that they had and i'd heard that it was all this amazing filmmaking gear camera cranes and remote heads and all this sort of thing and uh and so one day i just decided to pop down and pay them a visit just to take a look at the gear and i kind of knew one of the guys down there shane so i went down there and started looking around and I didn't realize this but at the time they were actually looking for another person to come and work in in the warehouse there and the guys there Chase and Shane thought that I'd come down to interview and I hadn't at all I'd literally just gone down to look at the gear and uh, so they were like okay yeah so uh, Barry who was the boss um, he wants to have a chat with you now about the job position I was like Oh, okay. (laughs) And as I was kind of walking into Barry's office, I had this thought of like, this could be a really good opportunity. I need to run with this. Um, So I sat down in front of Barry, who's a a fellow Brit. He's been out here for 20 odd years now Um, and uh, laid it all out on the table was, you know, I'm my wife and I want to stay here. We want to get a residency going. Um, I can't do it in my current position. I think I could potentially make something work here because it's specialty and so therefore it's specialist and you know I think I wonder whether we could do something what do you think and he was luckily he liked me <laughs> I think it was the well he said later it was the accent as soon as he heard my accent he was like yeah I'm having him <laughs> straight away <laughs> <Yeah>. uh <laughs> no he uh but he was you know we had a really good chat anyway and um one thing led to another, and, and he was really, really accommodating. And I'd already been having conversations with our HR director about doing this, and I guess I'd impressed them enough that they wanted to help me where they could. So, um, yeah, so I ended up getting into the specialty specialty department and left my position in GRIP three days later and moved into this whole new department and, yeah, and then managed to leverage that into a, a PNP um, mm-hmm. nomination and then from that got residency and yeah, here so I am now.
2: So you got hired with them knowing you you just laid it all out they full well knew that you wanted to get residency. Yeah, yeah. I, I they just they I, was,
3: I was completely honest I was like look, uh, at that point so this was late August I think and we had until October the 9th or the 8th to make something happen so I completely laid it out on the table, I was like look, you know I need to apply for something and I've got very limited time to get this going. You know, this needs to happen now. Uh, and, I, yeah, I was just really, really lucky, I think, that, yeah, that sure. they liked me enough to want to wanna help me out. and That's good. Yeah, and made it happen. And so, yeah.
2: Yeah, it was great. Yep. PMPs, the way that... That uh, yeah. both James and myself uh, did it. So. Yeah, way to yeah. do it.
0: And then another thing everybody in Vancouver does that I haven't done. Yeah, is get PNP <laughs> <P and P. laughs> permanent residency. Yeah.
3: Well, you were lucky. You were you uh, were born with a passport. Canadian yeah. born.
2: Yeah. In the yep. minority. <laughs> like very few. True.
3: There.
1: <laughs> but that's great. So anytime you see whites around. Vancouver here filming yep. you'll see Miles and Michael <laughs> oh yeah alright okay
3: um, okay uh, uh, there a yeah. few years ago just
0: just the year before we have a Christmas uh, party every James, we year have a very the... diverse film industry oh, in Vancouver yeah. okay let's keep that a we have, a,
3: <laughs> we have a, a Christmas party every year at work and like our, our he's now the COO, but he was the general manager at the time, Like to do these little chants and get everyone G'd up, and he really uh, ill-advisedly shouted, Go, Whites, go! No, oh, go! No, no,
0: doing? no, okay, nobody <laughs> isolate that sound bit. No. Uh, I might oh, have to... Shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris, we're going to hire you as our editor, and I want you yeah. to edit out yourself. See, uh, I, I
1: was I was so innocent
0: there, I didn't even just understand what I said. Authorities <laughs> bust through the door with it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> immigration we know you're a listener um, and i'd like to stay out oh, no, I, I won't go i won't
1: go into race here uh but if you see the company whites, yes william are, f <laughs> william f whites yeah if you see those guys it's miles and miles of cabling any filming happening down in vancouver okay. it's often
2: chris's company though. oh yeah so, yeah so are you allowed to say what are the big productions that that you guys do do you
3: uh I think I can well I'm going to say anyway oh, yeah, like all <laughs> shows <laughs> yeah, or or uh, like that. mostly TV shows but yeah. like uh Supergirl um Flash all the
2: terrible yeah, the they great
3: they uh <laughs> superhero
2: uh shows Yeah um, why are so many super superhero shows filmed in Vancouver like it seems to be the biggest it's cheap cheap <laughs> okay. Yeah it's cheaper than shooting in LA That's right. I mean that's why a lot of companies
3: do come up to um Vancouver is because they have like tax, know, breaks, and yeah,
2: it's tax like breaks and stuff yeah.
0: like okay.
3: You know, it's just uh, it's more cost effective um, for
2: them to come and do that. So, so are you out on set? I don't work on set too much. No, I mean, I,
3: I I uh, I do a lot of maintenance. So I'm now the remote head specialist. So I do all the maintenance on the remote heads. And cool. if the guys on set have a problem, then I usually run out with a replacement, or I run out and help them fix it, or you know give them advice over the phone or whatever needs to happen really but um but i also help with the cranes too the the camera cranes and mm-hmm. just we all kind of we're a very very small department there's only uh there's only uh five of us so we all kind of muck in together and
0: get it done cool it's good yeah mm. so is the uh the pr process getting approved for it all did that go uh, relatively smoothly for you for
3: us yeah we uh we didn't have too bad a time with it actually it was um there was a couple of little hiccups uh there's a f- couple of things in my past that meant that uh well i look, i I've smoked weed for a very long time in the u k and that doesn't come without a certain amount of attention from okay certain people that you don't want the attention yeah, from. Yeah, because so. uh,
0: the UK has a little bit of a different stance <laughs> than uh, our beautiful prov- yes. province on uh, yes. that uh, substance, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, another reason why I, I'm <laughs> very happy to be able to what stay that. What would you here. say about the UK's stance on weed over there? It's just stupid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's it's kind of strict. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, w- whatever. That's
3: a decision that's beyond me. I think it's slightly foolish. And, uh, and from what I understand, uh, it's beginning to get more flexible, although I think with other things going on right now, it's pretty far down the list of priorities for people to be worrying about. There's far but bigger things to worry about. Like so were you perhaps
0: a victim of these <laughs> uh, strict rules they have? Um, I
3: may well have been, yes.
2: And which that would have been a little ironic if you... <laughs> weren't allowed to stay in Canada of all places. Wait, I thought if yes. you committed
0: a crime in the UK, they send you to Mikey's country. <laughs> 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 no, nah, that was a couple of hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, years yeah, ago. yeah.
3: Never yeah. forgotten. I mean, that wouldn't have been a bad second choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot warmer exactly. than the UK for sure. Um, yeah, no, I mean it's it that ended up presenting a few challenges along the way. How um, so? Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't mind elaborating. No, not at all. Uh I'm pretty open about it. So, it, okay. you know, it just ended up adding a bunch of time like they uh after about 3 months of our application being in in the process, they came back and wanted to know more about the the conviction that I had for possession of cannabis um, class C substance at the time. It's now class B. They reclassified it back up to class B because they're fools. Um, but they, uh, they put
2: it back up. They put it.
3: Yeah, it was B. And ah. then they took it down to C for a few years and then put it back up to B. Mm. Um, so yeah, silly. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> That um So through all of the applications that I did for everything, I'd been very, you know, you have to be open and honest with these sorts of things because you know that they're going to find out anyway. Yeah, yeah, like there's no point in lying about this stuff. So um I'd been very open through the whole thing and because it had happened when I was 19 and I was at university and I was 30 when I applied, um, they'd been over ten years, so I was considered rehabilitated by the Canadian <laughs> Immigration <Sure>. Authority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um <clears throat> so because of all that, uh they had been very kind of you know nonchalant about it all but I guess when it got to the time to do the residency stuff and I actually wanted to stay here permanently they wanted to know that what I'd been saying was the truth and that I hadn't been fudging things or Mm -hmm. you know minimizing my my past record or whatever so that ended up being a whole saga unto itself really trying to get the information from the relevant places in the UK like I had to get in touch with the courts um, and you know honestly they've got Bigger stuff going on, and they don't really give a shit about some Just kid one individual. who, yeah, who wants to get his information from like twelve years ago. And then you
2: probably go to get original documentation yeah. sent yeah. over. And yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, it was it was a sure nightmare,
3: that. and with the time difference, it doesn't help, you know. So there was a lot of early mornings and late nights, you know, staying up until midnight, one o'clock in the morning, so that I could be. Awake and be able to call them when they were opening at nine in the morning, and um you know all that kind of not nonsense and carry on it was it was yeah it was very stressful um but One thing led to another, I ended ended up having to get supervisors involved in the end because it was, you know, they give you nine, they actually, they give you seven days to start with to get the information here, which is impossible, like completely impossible, it's just not going to happen. So I'd actually, we used a lawyer for our application process because I knew that this was going to come up at some point, I knew there was going to be complications and figured it was much going to be much easier in the long run for us to just shell out the, the three grand or whatever it costs to have a lawyer do the application because uh, yeah I, I needed to have that peace of mind uh, the, not getting residency wasn't an option really um I wanted to make sure we got it so I wanted the best chance possible so she managed to get an extension for, of 90 days for getting all this information and after about 40-45 days of fighting with this this court in the UK um, I eventually had to escalate it to the supervisor and she actually Luckily, was very empathetic with my situation, and she went over the very next morning to the records office. That was part of the big problem was the the records for the court were held in a different building to the office that I had to speak to. Um, so she actually personally went over the next uh, the next morning. So uh, I'm sorry, I forget your name, but <laughs> big shout out to the supervisor She's, at Staffordshire be yeah, be She's a New subscriber, <laughs> <Yeah>. right there. <laughs> um, but she, uh, yeah, she was fantastic, and she went over and got all the information. From me and the next day had it in the post and three or four days later it arrived and then I was able to get it into the lawyer and they got it into the application and then I think it was about another two months after that or maybe six weeks and then we got that um, golden letter asking oh. to send the uh, the passport in and at that point you kind of know okay home stretch and then awesome. yeah. confirmation of PR a couple of weeks after that and then boom boom boom. Oh. And I remember
1: that day as well because obviously when you're friends you you know what they're going through so that yeah. kind of that stress in your daily life and then yeah Chris and Charlie they got that final yes and that kind of the the magic moment that we, we all you mm. know, can't wait for and that was just a, a great day to celebrate and yeah. say it makes it all the sweeter when you've gone through that stuff yeah. going to records offices you've got lawyers you've got all this shite yeah. going on
2: and uh yeah and then Mikey it's coming it's coming soon hopefully mate yeah. so was uh you and Charlie uh Applied together? We did, yeah. Just the one application? Yeah, yeah. So did Charlie ever bring up, you know, oh, fucking stupid Chris when he was a teenager? <laughs> <getting> <laughs> did she ever get frustrated with... Uh, well, you know, the funny thing year is... 18-year-old Chris is that got all these weed charges? <laughs> she was there. She was there. Oh, she was. She, was, oh she was probably involved herself, wasn't she? She, yeah.
3: uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was just before we got together, just actually. Just before, it yeah. It was, uh... Wait, was it
1: during the union.
3: Yeah, years, no, it together. was uh it was a little bit before her and I got together. It was about eight months before we got together that all that happened. But no, she was she was amazing actually. She uh Charlie was uh, you know, she was kind of her, her view of it is as so long as we are it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're together. Aww. Yeah. Well, Charlie. <laughs> 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 um, okay. Yeah, so uh she was uh, she was very supportive through all of that cuz she I think it was more important to me than it was to her um that we stayed here. Um so she yeah. was just kind of happy she's happy if I'm happy which sure. is I'm very lucky.
2: Sure. So I guess it, I mean it's a different experience to what James and me have been through and coming over actually with a wife so yep. by coming over with a wife and having her by your side the whole time does that mean you kind of don't get as homesick
3: Do yeah i think, think so yeah, yeah. How, when you I have think that, when you have
2: that support that right? definitely
3: that definitely helps um we uh yeah i and actually if if i'm completely honest i don't think i would have done it on my own i don't think i would have had the the balls to to actually up sticks on my own and come to a new country. Um, I'm the sort of person that plays it safe. You know, I worked for nine years in a a career and uh, had the, you know, the, the more standard, I guess, life trajectory you had a mortgage on. Like we had a mortgage yeah. we bought a house we had a cat you know <laughs> now yeah, you got three we were,
1: now, now got you got three, <laughs> three as of Shh. two weeks landlord <laughs> doesn't know you. oh yeah hello landlord <laughs> uh, but yeah as of she actually
0: sent it? us an email this week <laughs> 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 she knows it livingabroadcast at gmail.com yeah. <laughs> and uh, Chris that was, uh, that was would you
1: say what that was about a month ago wasn't it you got three cats all of a sudden yes <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: Yeah. we uh, we kind of we've been cat sitting for this mutual friend Kay that James has mentioned a couple of times, she'll so be on. Yeah, you're gonna drag her on here, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, drag her. Um, no, she'll love it. Where's, um, where's
2: Kay from? Uh,
3: uh, from Exeter, Exeter, yeah, Exeter. yeah, so we've got
1: Exmouth, Exmouth.
3: Do you guys, yeah, that's a Do you guys funny hang out thing.
2: with anybody who isn't British? Yeah, they're out there, yeah.
1: <laughs> One or two. Well, we all kind of, again, it was the mutual oh, I mates. can't talk. I've, well, had, James I've had two YouTube.
0: people I, I was going <laughs> to say, seems a little bit tribal with these uh, people living abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you find each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, i got to stick to uh, what we you know. Canadian yeah, yeah we've yeah. all got
1: those Canadian yeah. buddies out there. Chris,
0: yeah. did your wife uh, want to live abroad, like, before you'd ever brought it up?
3: No, no, she was quite happy with what we were doing. In fact, we, she wanted to move back to Exmouth. You know, we were living sort of three and a half, four hours away, so she wanted to move closer to where her friends and family were. Not <laughs> and then <further>. you took <laughs> her into <laughs> Canada. Let's wow. go to another continent, and then we'll go the other side <laughs> of the other continent. We won't even go <laughs> to, like, the side nearest to ours. But, yeah, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, the funny thing is, is actually we kind of... Certainly my mum, we've seen a lot more of her since we've been out here than we did like when we were living in the UK because yeah. we were four hours away, so we would go down maybe for a weekend once every couple of months or something to visit family, and my mum comes out for a couple of trips every year because she skis as well. And yeah, we've been back country awesome. skiing with Chris's yeah. mum yeah. out Ooh, in yeah. Squamish. So yeah. she's That's been cool. out a few That's times. Awesome. She loves it out here. Wow. Um, she, if she could drag my dad out as well,
2: she'd love to, but he doesn't <laughs> do flying anymore. Do you, <laughs> yeah. do you ever go back and Go back home to visit.
3: Yeah, well, we're actually, uh, funnily enough, we're heading back in uh, just over a week's time for a week. We've got a, a wedding that we're going back for. So well, it's the way that get the you the back. V- yeah. It's the theme, hey. <laughs> back a sim- for a wedding. Yeah,
1: and a similar trajectory. Chris has got a new. Uh, uh, little one to meet as well, just like I met my new niece. So. Yes,
3: yeah, my sister had a, a little boy, Cooper, with an Australian chap. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, part of yeah. Australia. Coops. Uh, he's from Brisbane. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's just, sorry, Laura. I think, uh, where was it? He's just outside, oh, yeah. uh, out just outside Logan, I think.
1: Oh yeah, Logan Bogan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I sorry mean, about Logan, <laughs> <laughs> Logan's out there. Now my girlfriend's from very close by, so she'll tell you.
2: And so you haven't yeah. met Cooper yet. This will be the first no. Time. This
3: will be the first time. Uh, yeah, he like was born it. in May, so yeah, it would be nice to meet him. Very yeah.
2: similar trajectory, as you said, to yes. Yes. Uh, to yes. Jimmy over Yeah, yeah. that's crazy.
3: Well, and it's funny, Kay, our friend. There's a lot of parallels in our life. So mm. we met out here, but we grew up uh, within 10 miles of each other. Um, mm-hmm. She was in Exeter, and I was in Exmouth, and her sister also had <laughs> uh, a baby girl, uh, had it a couple of days after my sister had Cooper. So, so we've all got yeah, new yeah, nieces and nephews in weird, the last yeah. like, yeah, mine's three months old yeah. and got Coops yeah. and, uh, yeah, yeah. and wow. then uh, Rona,
1: Rona, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, like, and we talk about this now, fit 2015, that's mm-hmm. four years ago now, and yeah, we've had some uh, trials and tribs out here as we yes. were both. I was right in the heart of my immigration, yeah. as I mentioned. So Chris uh, said that, you know, I'm telling him my kind of woes and what's going on and it's kind of happening, but it's not. Anyone that's going for immigration knows that it's happening, yeah. but you just kind of put it to the back of your mind. And yeah. Yeah, and Chris, Chris knew uh, as soon as I started talking about kind of the urgency of it and, you know, what was going on. And
3: well, and so it was interesting because I hadn't ever considered – I'd never thought of permanent residency. You know, we we landed here thinking, right, we've got two years. Um, that's all we're going to be here for. We're just going to be here for two years. Didn't really think beyond that too much.
0: And Do then you remember a moment that really kind of cemented that decision to take the next step? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I mentioned already it was the morning
3: that Brexit we woke up and found out that they'd had that referendum and that was, for me, that was the moment where I was like, I was already about yeah. 95% there and then that happened and I just, I was so disappointed. Check the UK passport in the fireplace. <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs> it was just, it was such a disappointment that that had happened and I just thought, you know what, I don't want to live in a country like that now. I'm sure I won't make any friends by saying that. but Did,
0: did you vote? Uh, I did, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. James? Um, yes. Excellent. Yeah. Good That's to it. hear.
0: Because I had a lot of... You voted yes for it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I voted. <laughs> <to> I get <laughs> back there. I Remain.
2: <laughs> I got English maids here and they didn't vote because they just thought it was going to be a walkover and it would yeah. never happen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then it happened and then they're like, ah, oh,
1: fuck. voted. Yeah, those three votes Yeah,
3: It was very close, and it's, I mean, it was a whole big mess, which I won't so go into here because no, I've got no. strong feelings on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> well, I could talk for another couple of hours on that, but yeah, yeah. anyway.
0: We should do a Brexit special. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting that out there. <laughs> for yeah. the record, yeah.
3: it's October when
2: they uh, they should be coming out. That's when. Well, that's oh, now I, I was kick I was kicking the can I down. I was going to ask mm-hmm. that. I can't keep up with what's happening. Yeah. Like, is Theresa yeah. May even still Prime She's Minister? She's gone. No, no I think she had a tearful
1: goodbye. Who really?
3: is it, Boris or. Michael Gove, yeah, I Boris Johnson. Boris. The
1: uh,
2: yes, is actually the prime minister official? Not to yet. Ignore
1: that. No. Uh, yeah, it's not official yet. They're just kind of treading water, which is the theme mm. of the whole Brexit so thing. So Tre- yeah.
2: Theresa May is still prime minister. No, she has
1: stepped down. So it's vacant right now, yeah. and they're going to get someone in that no one yeah. even I think votes the,
3: for. I may be wrong, but I think because I've tried to largely ignore all of this, really, it's it yeah, doesn't feel it. relevant anymore, and it just I don't really want to. It's. Very sad it's and embarrassing, yeah. And yeah. but um, the, I think the choices are <laughs> Michael Gove, who basically did his best to destroy the NHS, or uh, Boris Johnson, who's just a buffoon. So, <laughs> <kind of screwed laughs> so, so what way. are the reasons?
2: Wh- why do you find it so? I know we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> well, here we are. But why do you find it <laughs> em- embarrassing? Like you use that word, embarrassing. Well,
3: like. because I feel like uh, we should be living in a time now where we're a bit more progressive than that, and the the big the big issue i have with it is there's been so much misinformation that led to that decision being made uh and there has been lots and lots of information since that has really suggested how bad of an idea it would be to continue going forward with it and yet there still seems to be enough people there saying Let's continue on anyway. We've made this decision now, so we we've got to soldier on through. Yeah. Very much yeah. like this um, podcast, a bad decision
0: <laughs> that just keeps <laughs> on <laughs> going. Anyway, another st- bloody week. <laughs> We're stuck with it now,
2: boys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, for the long haul. Wow.
1: But there was, there's been past decisions, even in Canada, where the threshold would have been 65% to make such a big, huge decision, that kind of vote. Yeah. But where it went through, so that's, well, that's not the, the majority. I mean, that's no. the thing.
3: There's so much misunderstanding around it all. Like, for example, it's, you know for it to be a legally binding decision this referendum would have had to have had like a 70 percent majority for 70, that to happen yeah. but yeah it was 51 or 51 yeah. yeah um and that's crazy people talk it? about it as though well the decision's been made and it's like well no it's just a referendum it was a poll to and dec- scam you know, there was no there was never any suggestion that it should happen and unfortunately the the this is definitely a case of the loudest voices winning out. Like the people mm-hmm. that have shouted louder have have won the day. And and you know what really sucks is I think they did another poll a year after, and something like sixty or sixty five percent of people said they would have voted no. Yeah. Yes. So going back on because it. and and that just shows you it was all based on misinformation. There was a lot of this stuff around saying that you know. Um, these experts are lying to you know there's there's too much uh, expert opinion and and we need to go with our gut feeling and and i think that was really foolish and the fact is is david cameron in my opinion yeah. <laughs> uh should probably be up for treason because he uh he capitulated to a few loud voices that said we should have this. He, you know... you Yeah, why did he even ask for the reference? Well, uh, it was stupid. I don't think anyone actually realistically thought that it would go that way, but um, putting that kind of decision into the public's hands, you know, I don't want to malign the public, but there's so much, you know, there's so many ramifications from that decision and so much... uh, uh, so many complicated things that you need to know in order to make an educated decision, either way, that it was unrealistic and unfair to put that in the hands of the public. And, yeah. what well, we I see mean, the mess that it's what made. What would happen?
2: So like, what would be the reaction if, say, like, the, the Queen stepped in and just said, No, nah, it's not happening? She can't. She just said, No. Sh- she can't. No. She, she doesn't can't. have that kind of power. No. Lizzie, you just ain't got the clout.
3: No, I mean, there is still the. the <laughs> So. <laughs> True, <laughs> well, maybe in the UK, but in Canada, uh, the Queen of the Queen of Canada. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's that'd be interesting because when James and I, it was something we found out from a couple of people that have done the citizenship thing is when we eventually, because I think we're both planning to go through the citizenship absolutely. thing, absolutely, yeah. And we're going to have to pledge allegiance to the Queen, which is not something I've ever had to do <laughs> as a British citizen. Oh, when you were born. I think yeah, it's implied, I is I, it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to do it for Cub
1: Scouts. You have to do that.
2: I promised that I would do my that's best true, to actually, serve yeah. my duty
1: yeah. to God yeah, and to the forgotten Queen. i about that. And is that's no- actually There's
2: another thing Eric's... Uh, the odd one out, only one without a British passport, Eric. I you yeah, that's Cup true. Scout. Oh, you got a British yeah. passport too? Yeah, me old man's from London. There so he I is, got, yeah. I there? yeah. Deported, yeah. was he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Committed <laughs> <laughs> <Demented> a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, when you were talking about this, it reminded me of something that um, with referendums and things like that, they can be s- scary when you put them in the hands of the, the population. In 1933, Western Australia, where I'm from, had a referendum to succe- to secede from. The rest right. of Australia, yeah, yeah, and actually got really close to going through, like wow. just within a couple of percent as yeah. well. So, yeah. you know, a few thousand more people and Western Australia would have been a completely different country. And That's they wanted to else. have another referendum in in the nineteen seventies, but uh, didn't go through. And Did anything happen? Tried the, the same as well. Yeah, yeah Scotland, Scotland tried yeah. the same. They want out.
3: They want they want out of the UK now because I think overwhelmingly they voted to remain within the EU, and they're kind of no. now at the point where they're like. We don't want you dragging us down with you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's just such, such a, mess. What a mess. They but the EU have actually said like if you you've you know, any time if you want to change your mind, we'll we'll just forget about the whole thing
1: kind <laughs> of sweep so, so it onto the road oh really we'll but then yeah. yeah but then you we'll get forget the, that it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> you get the adamant people then like my cab driver when I went back to England he was <laughs> just like he was like on a real tirade about it yeah, yeah and he was just like yeah he, uh, so completely that was who, misinformed that was who fucked it up was the cab yeah driver. fucking <laughs> cabbie yeah 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 but he, he was just like yeah they need us more than we need them mate <laughs> yeah yeah no fuck yeah. off we're great Britain they we and I was just like silent in the back seat it's just like yeah. God, okay you go, you go for it bro but yeah to to <laughs> we, each their own. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. why hasn't we're now living abroad. Eric, um, hasn't
2: uh, Quebec had a few...
0: That's literally what revenues? I'm looking up right now <laughs> <think> to uh, <laughs> to get my years yeah. up to date because Checking there out. was a vote for a refer- referendum for Quebec to uh, gain uh, sovereignty. Independence, yeah. yeah, independence mm-hmm. and sovereignty from the rest of Canada. Was that the one and that was 65%? It, so. No, it was, a, uh, it was a vote. It was 49.2%. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh,
2: yeah, 50 percent yeah
0: less, I yeah, 50% less less than 51% margin. Jeez. <laughs> is what kept the province in Canada. Mm. Wow. That tells yeah. you a lot
3: about the feeling of Yeah.
0: And uh I mean they have the they have the industry to keep themselves sustained with their trade industry. Mm-hmm. But
2: I mean, would they want to, you know, if they want to travel into Ontario? they got to get a visa. You know, would they actually Jeez. really want that? Did they think it through?
0: I mean, apparently uh, 49.2% of the problem. <laughs> is, well, <laughs> what based year was uh, this? Based on 80 votes, 80, uh, 1979. I think okay. the, the problem wow. with a lot of this stuff is it,
3: it gets based on, on emotion more than real, like, hard fact or, you know, the realities and Absolutely. pragmatism of yeah. what that really means. I think yeah. a lot of the time, you know, it, it gets whipped up into a frenzy of, you know, oh, well, you know, like you were saying there with the cabbie, oh, they need us more than we need them. Yeah. That kind of sentiment is what, it's dangerous and, you know.
2: Well, well I think th- the thing as well is that Quebec's referendum in the 70s, uh, Western Australia's in 30, and then there was another one in the 70s as well, yeah the thing that stands out that's different with Brexit is that it was in yeah, today's time it's with, happening with now. social media. Yeah. Yes. And so all this information just gets out. Yeah. And you can spurt any kind of fact or rumour or anything and yep. people read it and will believe it. Yep. Back in mm-hmm. the 70s, you didn't have that. You just no. hear what you hear on the ad, the, the odd yep. TV or, or radio wise. commercial.
0: But to... to so, so I'd
2: l- I'd love to know how much of a difference social media actually played.
0: And the other thing with this. Britain separating from the the European y- European uh, Union or whatever too is, like, it's it's a country separating from a union of other countries. Yeah. Um, it is having a, having a have province have a sl- or a state in it's Australia's yeah, case, yeah. separate is kind of a, I think, it's a slightly in, different problem. Yeah, it, it's a it's a much more, word, uh, yeah, kind of violation of the or not violation, but you know breaking the loyalty or whatever and yeah. kind of yeah for um sure. whereas britain leaving I'm, i mean i think it just leaves people more confused rather than <laughs> betrayed because it's oh, not like definitely. you know european yeah. cultures are also uniquely different and celebrated in their own way and stuff and i think like
3: i think i think a lot of people in the uk as well see themselves as being slightly Separate to the rest of Europe. Well, anyway. I was going to say, would you um,
2: would you boys even class yourselves as Europeans Yeah, totally. Well, yeah. And, that, and when you were saying thing.
3: about it earlier, like, oh, we're going to Europe, and I guess the UK. well It's still geographically, it's still Europe. I mean, yeah, I know absolutely. I know uh, it's not. You know, it's the same as like Switzerland. Switzerland's not part of the EU. I no, might be wrong
1: on that. and Turkey as well. Is Norway, the other one. Norway's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. It's but, still uh, but they're still Europe. You know? Yeah, and it's. It, I mean, I it, suppose Norway,
3: Scandinavia, but it's still yeah. Europe. It's well, still under the Yeah, and yeah. I, I
1: wonder if that's an Australian because yeah, obviously my girlfriend Laura, she's from. Queensland again. You can apologize for that one, Mikey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but she uh, she didn't consider England to be part of Europe anyway. And it's just because she's like, oh, when I think of Europe, I think of Paris, and I think, of... And yeah. I was like, yeah. But we are geographically is that an, is that an Aussie thing or is that a Queensland thing? Like, what's going? It's on Canadian there? thing
0: too. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you didn't hear me list. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're just not. No, I, we're not in other people's. I, lists. Always, I yeah. always
2: considered Britain as being part of. Or England as being part of uh, Like European. Europe. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's a I that
1: so. your dad being there and maybe you kind of had that in mm. I guess it's uh,
2: always yeah. seemed part of the part of Europe to me, mm. you know. You had a you had a old an a really ancient monarchy like a lot of other yeah. European cultures did. Yes. And uh yeah. I mean, there are a lot of lot of similarities, and it's funny because yeah. now we're try- like they're trying to separate from the EU, and people are like,
1: "Oh, but you're not Europe anyway, really." And it's like, "Well, you know, we've we been yeah. having this thing." It's kind of like oh, it's
0: weird. Oh, I'm oh, sorry I, if yeah. I'm sorry if I've kind of treaded on that. Not no, no, so. no <laughs> yeah. there's no no
2: apology but, necessary. But just thing, it's one of those things I know. One thing that always gets up, it's, it's similar to this. One thing that always gets brought up around Australia Day, which is our national holiday, is should Australia become a uh, republic and leave the Commonwealth? Does it? I never hear that get brought up in Canada. Do you ever hear that, Eric? Mm. Like never.
0: Like I, think, I think we're the, just they've too never
2: floated the idea. They're just so content, yeah, being here. Where, yeah. sh- but I think the biggest thing that Australians hate Australians hate having the Union Jack on their flag. Still, <laughs> oh that's yeah. the big. Thing. I didn't
0: realize that was a sticking point there.
2: And so maybe the fact that Canada doesn't even have the Union Jack still, yeah. I yeah. wonder if New Zealand is the same. Well, that's what I was wondering. Well, too. New Zealand Different tried to get stars. a new flag several years ago, and they what? had is it all black? a referendum. <laughs> <laughs> all blacks. No, right. no, no. I think this. Is, I, I don't another referendum. Get, I don't want to get this wrong, but the prime minister at the time, not the current prime minister, he felt like they needed a new flag, but the reason was because it looked too similar to the Australian flag. Okay. And the sticking point was there was a meeting at the. Um, the united nations and like there was a sign that said new zealand but next to it they had accidentally put the australian flag <sighs> oh. next to it and it just really pissed them off <laughs> and so then they had this whole competition and they got people to design new flags and things like this and then they had a rever- referendum and it cost millions of dollars Jeez. and then finally they all voted to just keep the same flag anyway. And this is a few <laughs> years back, right? This right. was only two or three years oh, back. Oh, yeah. recent. But like the most popular flag ones, like they narrowed it down to three flag types and it was ridiculous. Like the most popular one was like a kiwi bird shooting lasers out of its eyes. <laughs> like, I think I remember uh, reading that, about that. that was in yeah, was top yeah. three. It was, it was <laughs> fucking wild. fucking wow. anime, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> well,
0: the Canada flag is... Relatively new, even they didn't even have an official flag until 1965. Really? That's when the iconic wow. Canadian red and white flag Label-y. was wow. introduced. What we was just the, oh, because it was just by province before then. Well, no, we a... just flew the Union flag, the Union Jack. Oh wow! wow. Yeah, um, Canada. They used to do the uh, they used to sing "God Save the Queen" before school and things like that. Mm, and yeah. like we were very much so. I mean, we got independence in 1867. Mm. But uh, it was still very much had the British influence and everything. So yeah, yeah. within my parents' time, both of them would have been born when uh, the Canada flag wasn't officially singing God save introduced the Queen. yet. Well, I think they would have been a little young f- to be in school singing that yet. But <laughs> in school, yeah. they were born in the early sixties. Nineteen sixty-five was cool. when the flag was introduced.
1: All right. Yeah, because I think in Australia too, it was God save the Queen, and you're, until like the seventies, um, you guys were singing that.
2: Gonna sound like a bad Australian here. I'm actually not too sure when yeah. um our national anthem came in, but would wouldn't surprise me. Yep. Yeah. Okay, one to ask the data. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh an- anyways, we've got uh we've gotten off on a long tangent <laughs> we about loyalism. Real, yes. We went rude um, political then. But oh, yeah. uh <laughs> we, we know the one country that uh we're all loyal to. Yes. Say it on three <laughs> one, <laughs> dun, two, dun. three. No, don't don't yeah. fucking bother. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we we figured we would uh, do one of our rotating segments here at the end. Um, we're going to do a new one you probably haven't heard yet called Same, Same, But Different, where we're going to ask our guest and then maybe share insights if uh, we have them ourselves about uh, something that you find similar in Canada to back home, but uh, also something Incredibly fucking different. Um, Maybe something that you miss. So, uh, Chris, if you want to share something,
3: Mm, Uh, something the same, but slightly
0: different. Slightly different. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think I I didn't do the best job. Actually, I think the best one would be Mikey's got a better idea. No, Um,
2: no, no, no. no. I've just got a quick example, and it happened tonight. And uh, if I said to you guys, um, capsicum. Oh yeah. yeah, I know yeah. this one. You know that one, mm-hmm. Eric? Do you know what a capsicum is?
0: Well, yeah, I think you're referring to a pepper. Oh, yeah. so you do know? He's
2: got it. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, Australia is the only place where a pepper is called a capsicum.
0: But you also know that one of my favorite TV shows is uh, Master Chef Australia. That's, Australia. Uh, that's <laughs> a <laughs> bad <rambling laughs> explains cook oh, with weird. a lot of capsicums Eric and uh, and, uh, there. and uh, aubergines and. But I've been oh, yeah. so yeah. To yeah I
3: mean, the there's last so many. Th- there's so many words like that that it's just slightly. It's just a little one,
2: but. But tonight, like I've gotten used to saying pepper, I haven't said capsicum for five years because mm-hmm, yeah. if you say capsicum in the shops, where's t- the capsicums? People are like what the fuck are you talking say about? Yeah, the pharmacy's time. that way, idiot. Like so. <laughs> <laughs> so my housemate Keegan, who we've had on, he was cooking a curry tonight before, before we came on the podcast, and he's uh, he said to me, "Oh, I don't know if this capsicum is like. Do you reckon this capsicum's okay?" And I looked at Ke- looked at him, and I was like, "What?" Oh, oh, Pepper! You mean like I was confused? Like <laughs> I trained yeah. myself. Wow. Yeah, that's how you know you're becoming non-Australian. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> I guess don't know. so. That's yeah. just a simple, uh, just an everyday, same day. same but different. Good right, example. Use, capsicum yeah. and what peppers. you got there, Chris?
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean trousers and pants would be an obvious one. Yeah, i never say it. pants yeah. because sure. pants are their own thing too. Yeah, yeah. Are. Well, boxes. that's the confusing
2: thing. Yep. Like so, so, pants for you guys is like underwear. underwear yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's bizarre. And my, they,
3: my wife, she still says, she says them both now. It's really confusing. got your pants Sometimes and socks on. She's like, I'm just going to put my pants on now. Oh, you got your pants on. Um, it was just like, interchange no, them. No, I've and just, it's got just got my boxes yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Boxes so yeah, it's are really game confusing of in, yeah. in the bedroom. <laughs> 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 Get your pants off.
2: And I'm easily confused there. Yeah, you take your trousers off, yeah. but leave your <laughs> pants on.
3: Jesus. Yeah, I mean there's tons of examples like that. And I work with a couple of Canadians and so constantly like especially around car stuff like windscreen, windshield, you know, yeah, little things like that. Slightly yeah.
0: vocabulary yeah. issues. Yes.
3: Yeah. It's like learning a new language.
0: Yeah. What about culturally beyond uh beyond <laughs> language?
3: Uh, well
1: I guess the big one that we experienced recently is the driving on the other side of the road so talking about yeah the, in England they'll all say oh yeah you're on the wrong side of the road mate if you talk about driving anywhere up yeah, in and England Canadians except sort of on be the like, highway.
3: no we drive on the right side <laughs> yeah, of the road the right. except yeah. driving on the highway around here it's like being back in the UK because everyone takes on the right hand side yeah <laughs> it's true <laughs> it does <laughs> um, but th- th- that's
1: one that are just uh, I think I talked about it on the last little podcast as well is going back there is so much harder than coming back here yeah. and i thought i was worried that i'd kind of pick up the old habits and come back here and be yeah. like i tempted to go no as soon as you're in your car and you're sitting on the left side of the car but you're on the right side of the
2: road as in right yeah. hand
1: side it's uh little things like that but
2: other are are other brakes uh on your bike <laughs> on the difference on they the difference are yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i, I okay. went over yeah. the handlebars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quite soon after getting so here front, how about you front and back brakes and uh, yes, yeah, uh, the opposite side and, right.
1: and i remember the
3: first yeah. the first proper ride we went for on mount seymour yeah and i had a, a pretty much a downhill bike at that point and james being the weird duracell machine that he is <laughs> uh, <laughs> at one point we were pedaling up and i was having a horrible time so he we switched bikes and i jumped on his little cross-country bike and uh went over this rock thing and grabbed... That's I was right. at the rock, on top of the rock at the very worst point to do this, but I grabbed what I thought was the back brake, sure. and it was the front brake, and I just pinged myself over the bars. Damn, it's I
0: bad. think that's a really good example of saying it's but different, actually, because I'd never even thought about that. Yeah. I ride my bike everywhere, and... Yeah. And yeah, I'd love
2: to see you riding a bike in Australia. You'd be fucked. man! Oh, man. <laughs> but it's been so <laughs> it's long really since hard. that happened that I yeah. I totally forgot the brakes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so it's been, we go it's back been s- it's been so long for me as well. But I remember first getting here, I was like, something doesn't seem right here. Something's different. Well, yeah. the
3: thing is, is like I still I've persisted. Uh, that's one thing I've persisted with. Back, yeah. Like I I just keep on my personal bike. I tried switching for uh, about thirty seconds and hated it. So it's, your, it's just so ingrained in my brain that all my bikes wire the brakes differently? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. I just, that's the first, well, I haven't bought a new bike for a while now, but I would, when I buy new bikes out here, I switch switch the brakes around straight away. Uh, Yeah. I've got got a lot of friends that have done that as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just keeping what you know. is like, yeah, I think
3: once you've done it for so long, I could probably, if I persisted with it and and really tried, I could probably eventually figure it out, but,
1: too late uh, you know, I, I don't
3: like going out and doing little rides. I, go big well it's <laughs> so a reflex action as well if yeah, you do switch yeah, back and you're like
1: oh i'll try this for a while yeah. and then you're at the worst moment again and yeah. it could be a bit more consequence and That's down it. you
3: go. so yeah. i i decided pretty soon after moving here that i was just going to stick with what i knew
2: imagine it's how terrible. many concussions you had you would have if you didn't <laughs> <hate> <laughs> <this. Jesus. laughs> yeah i don't want to think about it no, no
3: no i wouldn't remember it so i suppose <laughs> <laughs> well
1: you don't remember the trip to hospital do you Uh, No, that's the worrying
2: bit. (laughs) Did you have to go in an ambulance after that big concussion? Uh, That
3: one, no. It was luckily it was a a race. Um, It was at an event, Um, so there was like uh, first aid crews on site, and that actually wasn't the worst concussion I ever had. The worst concussion I had was I knocked myself out, and I don't remember the drive home. What Uh, you drove home? Yeah, yeah. I was like, this was back in the UK. Yeah, I um. I'd gone out for a little ride on a Saturday morning and I think I'd left eight o'clock and I turned up at, um, 10 to 10. It was, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I got home and I, I walked through the front door. Um, my wife, like we, you know, customary thing, like she would shout down, Hey, and normally I'd shout back up, Hey, you know, or wherever she was in the house. And she shouted down, Hey, and I didn't reply. And I just appeared in the bedroom doorway and, uh, Looking very weird, and she's like, Are You okay? It's <laughs> like, Yeah, I think I uh fell and crashed and hit my head. Um, yeah, I lost my glasses, and she was like, Oh, okay, well. Do you want to go and uh, do you want to go to the hospital? I was like, no, I think I'm okay. And she's like, okay, we'll go downstairs. I'll be down in a second. I'll come and make you a cup of tea. Well, I was sat on the sofa. Then she came down a couple of minutes later, and I was like, yeah, I think I had a crash. I think I lost my glasses. <laughs> right, we're going to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then later on, she was like, I said to her, what time did when I was in the hospital when we were in the hospital waiting. I said to her, uh, what time did I get home, apparently? And she was like, oh, it was 10 to 10. I was like, oh, Tonto time. 10 to 10 to 10 to 10 10. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, the, the first memory I have of that day actually was uh, as I was lying back in the bed to go in the CAT scan machine. Because they were going to scan my brain so to make sure there was nothing too bad going on. They didn't find anything
0: well i'm glad and i think it's about uh time to wrap (laughs) this uh wrap this thing up everyone (laughs) um thank you chris for sharing your stories it sounds like you do a lot of work in uh video and stuff like that and uh Mm. some shows a lot of people (laughs) have heard of but is there anything you want to plug before we uh Mm -hmm. before we wrap this thing up uh no well, no, oh, you go don't <laughs> come ride! Come ride pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, do you, you do YouTube videos other. of your
3: uh, riding or anything? No, I do not. No, I'm. Hmm. Uh, I actually, I am. Uh, I've just started up a, another little venture of mine. Is i yes. I got a 3D printer and um, cool. so uh, it's not live yet. But I just brought the domain name overengineered.ca. So that will be in the near future there'll be something right. there so well this isn't going to come out,
0: out for uh, a few weeks
3: so well, maybe uh, maybe i'll have got my act together and oh uh, well, we yeah well he, he can print us some nice mics. Yeah. he
1: can yeah. print us yeah. some nice mic stands oh, yeah. anything you need yeah. if it.
0: anything could you please put up just a uh, just a jpeg image of thanks for listening to living a broadcast <laughs> even if you don't do anything with the business yeah, website sure. yeah. if anybody <laughs> were to look up what what is it again Uh,
3: overengineered.ca
0: overengineered.ca and you Google it there might be a little thank you message but uh, (laughs) I just want to say thanks to everyone for listening Uh, this has been Living a Broadcast and uh, again I've been Eric been James and Mikey. Thank you. You can find us on all social media platforms at this point. Um, we'll have a Facebook page by the time this is up. But uh, you can find us at Living Abroadcast on Facebook, Living Abroadcast on in- Instagram, uh, Living Abroad Pod on Twitter. And you can listen to the show pretty much wherever podcasts are streamed iTunes, Google Play Music, well, Google already Podcasts. they listening to it right now. <laughs> yeah, but you got to let them know where they can find it. That's a good point. Any new listeners. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening.
3: Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. Thank you.